What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And wait a minute. You. Wait a minute. Oh, there we go. Shout out to the Coach Gang and the Nasty Boys and the Ten, two, ten Toes Up Feet Gang and, and everybody else. And, everybody and else. that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. If you happen to miss the show here on YouTube, you can catch it on Spotify. You can catch it on Google, Apple, and all of that stuff. All right. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. It is Friday. I got money. Some people just got paid. Friday night. Everybody's a Friday night ready to go, man. Yes. Friday night is ready to go. We got a great show today. We're going to talk about this modern woman who wants the perfect man. But there's a problem. All right. And that's you. There's going to be a problem, man. Man, we got some great topics for today. We're going to kick it and chill on a Friday morning. Hope you guys are ready for the weekend. The weekend, that shit ain't nothing but another two days that ninjas act crazy on. Then they gone and everybody feels effed up because they spent their last onch that they wouldn't get on the day of the week because they too damn cheap. Yes, indeed. Been keeping the act up for 48 hours. They weekend warriors, but weekday cowards. All of a sudden, everybody got so much. Anyway, shout out to Cam. Any of y'all know Cam? All right. Anyway, man. Um, that was, He was one of my favorite rappers back in the day, Cam. So anyway, man, look. Where we at? Oh, here's the topics today. We're going to do some trending topics. We're going to talk about Buffalo Bills punter. Where's the Bills Mafia. Oh my goodness. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. All right. <laughs> Shout out to the Buffalo Bills. Their punter. I mean, come on, man. Their punter got in some hot water over at the junior college. We're going to tell you that story. There's a twist to it. There's a twist. Bills Mafia taking the L this morning. All right. These 304s ain't winning. Stopping number three. And then number four, we're going to play a video from a financial woman who, who wants to budget and she wants to find a finance, uh, the perfect man on a budget. But uh, her love definitely does cost. Her love definitely does cost. Somebody said it's BS. I, I know the Bills Mafia. What are you going to do? Jump through a table this morning? Chill. All right. I know. Uh, we're going to break down that story because there's something, something just ain't right. All right, something just ain't right. Shout out to the women in Buffalo, man. I could imagine they got some snow cows out in Buffalo. Yeah. All right. Now, now that I mentioned that, I got to go ahead and run my disclaimer. This show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender relationship status, their race, or their class. I do promote Thanoism, just so you know. All right. And, and they call me Coach Benito Coachellini. And But the goal of this show ultimately is to have fun, get some edutainment, entertainment, education, promote healthy choices specifically for men in lifestyle, finances, and in emotional relationships, right? Right? Emotional language. They want us to do all that. This is what we do here. So uh, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the coach's feet. Just kick it. All right. Uh, where are we at? Oh, dollar sign CGA Live is how you let your voice be heard on this one or to contribute to the show. All right. Um, we appreciate the contributions here. Uh, Venmo, it's Coach Greg Adams TV. And then guess what, man? I've already, already messed up. Already messed up. All right. I give myself on Friday an extra 15 minutes. All right. Just in case I need to kick a Kaylee out or, you know what I mean? Kaylee gets cool, weird on me. Or I need to relax and chill, get up. I actually give myself an extra 15 minutes to start the show. Uh, somebody says Metallica guy got divorced. We covered that last week, I believe. We covered that last week if it not wasn't this week. Uh, James Hetfield. 
And uh, yeah, man, so this is what we're doing here. And uh, this today's super sponsor of today's show is uh, the Notorious CGA channel over here. Um, If you will, go and give it a chance here. This channel is going to fully, fully launch in about maybe a month. I know I've been taking my time and I had the big move here, but the Notorious CGA channel is a new channel that I'm getting qualified for monetization. Shh. Don't tell anyone. It's not going to be, you know what I mean? I'm doing a little bit of a secret thing here, a secret launch, because they essentially canceled me here on YouTube. I mean, they've done pretty much that. But it's going to be a vlog channel. Mostly it's going to be a vlog channel with a couple of uh, me talking about. We'll get into finances. We'll get into some other things. Some women, some junior college girls will be on here potentially showing their feet. Um, You know, my dog will be on here. This would be more of a lifestyle channel. I know they're kind of going out of style for the most part on YouTube, but this is just something that I would do secondary. And, and if it does get monetization and they let it go undercover, what will temp, what's going to happen is you'll be able to super chat from this channel live as I simulcast from the live stream. So that's what we're doing here. Go ahead and check it out. It is YouTube, uh, youtube.com backslash channel or backslash C backslash the notorious CGA. And uh, you can check that out. You'll see some vlogs. You'll see some reruns, repeats of or or edits from live streams. You'll also see uh, my special room over here, my therapy room. It's going to be called the therapy room there where you'll see my collections of sports memorabilia, uh, action, action figures and um, comic books, baseball cards and all of these things that I do as a therapy. All right. So you'll get to see the therapy room and all of that stuff. So that'll all be on the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Everybody got all that. Um, also, also. This weekend coming up, you do have the Money Mind Stream live stream right there on Patreon. So it's sponsored also this today's show, sponsored by Patreon. So on Sunday, we do Money Mind Stream private group. We got about people, uh, how many people? Normally 20 people watch live, but I think 40 or 50 watch on the replay. And uh, what we do is we get business minded on on this on this particular thing on Patreon. So uh, you want to make sure you're qualified on Patreon to get that. And then, of course, of course. Of course, right here, as you see here, members only content where we go through seeking or we go through the sugar daddy lifestyle. or We go give you uh, pointers or we wake you up to the modern dating minefield. All right. And so a lot of guys think I'm promoting that and promoting you to do it. But what we're doing is we're doing a deep dive going in depth on how the dating lifestyle has changed with Generation Z. OK, Generation Z going forward is going to be a little bit different from the Generation Xers and the baby boomers and as well as the millennials. Uh, but you do have millennials over there, a lot of millennial women, a lot of Gen Z women. And uh, you're going to see how, you know, you think you're going to go over there and I'm going to show you all these models. No, what we show you is that the average every day, I'm hotter than average normie chick is over there. And you know what they're doing to make it and patch their way through through life and how you're also told to cold approach these particular groups of women, run game on them. And even people will say, go over there and run game on these girls. I mean, it's absolutely delusional. So it's a cr crazy dating minefield. So on Sunday, we go deep diving. And on locals, I believe it's what, five bucks? I believe it's locals is five bucks or three to five bucks. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's, I think that's what it is. And so uh, it's a private group. I think, yeah, pretty much private. I think you guys, some of the locals people last week got it and they didn't have to be a supporter. Every now and then I'll do that like once a month or once every two months. I'll open it up to everyone. The beautiful thing over there. So anyway, those are the things that we do over here on our off time when we're not on YouTube. Let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show in the building. Thank you for the earlier contributors to the day show. 
Uh, we're going to start over on PayPal. And y'all been active over there. Y'all being involved and active. Being here. Triggerverse says the new soundbite alert. Timon, Jermaine, and now Sheldon. All right, I'm going to pull that up. Can't pull it up live, but uh, I'm going to check that out potentially at some point. Let me make sure I, you know, I don't mess up the stream because I got to look at it. Excuse me? Oh, I can't use that. <laughs> Maybe I can't use that because it's WWE. Hey, uh, WWE don't play on YouTube. There are certain peoples you don't mess with here on YouTube, and the World Wrestling Federation is one of them. Uh, they will come back and bite you in the you know what years later i get i get wwe remember i had that one the, the nwo intro you see i changed it like this new 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 world order well what happened was i had a little bit of a portion of the song in in there and they flagged that mm. <laughs> so i had to change it to the to, i had to change it to just the voice the, the world wrestling federation does not play i call it world wrestling federation forget that world wrestling entertainment but it had a portion of that song, and for some reason, they any stream you played it on, they was like ping, 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 ping. I was like, uh-oh. Shout out to who is this in here? Nicholas. Nicholas W. says, burial funds for the independent woman. Yes, we had the independent woman buried yesterday. Any woman claiming to be an independent woman at this particular point is fraudulent. We buried her yesterday. He says that eulogy you gave yesterday was so powerful. An ordained minister could not have done it done a better job he says they'll be duck sicking in the government forever yes they'll be duck sick in the government they, they, they belong to the government all hell coach Jadamas. all right man the woman this government bailout all of these government bailouts basically attaches the woman to the government but it's okay ladies this is not a negative thing we just want to tell men what up kt king an issue uh, with She-Hulk after episode one, Jennifer Walters monologue saying she handles anger better than Bruce Banner. We might talk about that. She does not acknowledge that Bruce experienced child abuse in his childhood from his father, along with witnessing his mother get deleted in front of him in Christmas Day by his father. I didn't know all of this stuff, by the way. This is what made the Hulk in him prior to being exposed to the excessive gamma radiation as an adult. Wow, boy, listen, I don't know much about the Incredible Hulk, but I'm sure you guys, I'm going to just do a touch on it. <laughs> All right, we got to talk about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, boy, KT King gave us the damn lowdown, the rundown. And you guys are you guys are being involved and active over on PayPal. He says, oh, when you played that rent due yesterday, that had me laughing so hard. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He said, pause. He says, and on the first of the month, please pay the Undertaker bill. Hey, ladies, ladies. It's active. Uh, anybody that you might know is a dirty old man. <laughs> Somebody that likes young women, junior college girls. He is going to be not available to date you older women for about the next two weeks. What are we looking at here? We're looking at about 11 days. He's going to have his hands full of young women. Why? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, they rent's due. And so there's going to be a lot of duck sicking for stacks. There's going to be a lot of. Uh, things happening, girl. Your daughters and nieces are gonna go missing. Where are you going? Oh, I gotta, I I gotta go make a little bit of money. She's like, gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> mm. They John Dixon just started my vacation today, but these jokers don't know I ain't going back. Uh oh, what? He you quit your job? <laughs> he quit your job. He was like, I'm out of here. No more. Hey, he was like, I ain't coming back. 
Jim status doubles and triples down. Shout out to Jim status. He says, uh, coach, I know what makes women happy. The answer is nothing. So don't even try. Gents get fit, get money, enjoy women for two hours, then gently release them back into the wild. Also, never cohabitate, marry, or impregnate them. Once you do, you lose all leverage. Even Sylvester Stallone <laughs> lost all leverage. Well, well, he probably was cheating on her. And guess what? He still got to pay $250 million. But my question is, if she cheated on him, how much does she have to pay? Yeah. Hmm. So he only has a penalty for cheating. <laughs> he also says, this is a uh, gym status says, even if women get the top tier men, they're still not happy. He says, see Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum and all examples coach have given us throughout the years. The free agent lifestyle is undefeated. Zip and bag them. And then all other outlooks or how to approach the matrix are taking L's after L's after L's after L's. All right, I got to get a hold of a couple of my travel bro guys. Passport. No, no, no. Travel bros. Yes, uh, 1MT. I got to get, you know, they probably, people DM me all the time. Man, DM is not the worst. That's the worst place to get me. I'll be looking through my DMs like, God damn, I didn't ask for this. (laughs) All right. uh, I'm a horrible communicator. All right, I'm going to just let you guys know. Uh, And he also says, last one, because of top tier men to have to, uh, wait, become, wait. Become a top tier man to have to to have a highly quality life, not for women. They are all financially broke. And he says, while also mentally and emotionally, spiritually broken, get fit, get money. Also hit the like button before the coach gang run up in your house and gently do it for you. All right, click that like button. We got a lot of contributors this morning. I appreciate that on, on a Friday. Y'all spending y'all seeking money today. Michael, wow, hold up, wow. Okay, hold on for a second. I'm going to come back to this one because uh, you guys got a lot to say, and I got to get on with the show. All right, so I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. Appreciate y'all. Where we at? Where we at? All right, so we got the banner running here. We're going to go into uh, today's topics if you're just joining me. Oh, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. All right. Oh, it is today's Women's National Equality, Women's Equality Day. So uh, this is Women's Equality Day, the same day, two days before the independent woman got buried. Uh, There was no equality. There were 70, almost 70% of the student loan debt belonged to women. So 70% or better are going to benefit from the student loan, $10,000. That's not equality. What about men on child support? Y'all going to wipe away some of that debt? Nope. Y'all going to wipe away some of that debt? Then they didn't even sign up for child support. They got volunteered for it. They got voluntold to pay it. Where's that? What happened to that? You know, it's the same inequalities on that side. Boy, the hypocrisy is ridiculous. Let's go through a couple of trending topics. A couple of trending topics. Uh, this one is going to be um, a video that popped up in my feed. Booty pictures and videos always be popping up into my feed all the time. And this one popped up called Tall Girls or Short, short Girls. <laughs> all right. Tall Girls or Short Girls. Now, what I always see about these videos is they always get the same clothing and they ready to poke their booty out all the time, which is odd to me because all when I grew up, we told that we were some sort of uh, obsessive sexual objectifiers. But of course, when they get their chance to get these damn camera phones in their hands, what is the first thing that many of them do? Not all is they pull their shorts up or down and then they poke in a booty out. Mm. 
it's absolutely crazy. So I don't know if I can play the music here. Let's go ahead and silence the music. But uh, any chance they get, they are objectifying themselves. This is absolutely insane. I mean, this is in a locker room. They will be in the bathroom, the locker room, and and all of that stuff. Now, the odd thing is here, this is just a chance. They they put tall girls or short girls just as a means to show you that we're doing something different. We're just going to see if you have a conversation and they get you to reply. But some of the replies are instantly classics because a lot of people in here are like, listen, what's happening here? We aren't like women. We don't discriminate over height. <laughs> and of course, the misogynists got in there. How dare you? All right. He says, I honestly can't believe uh, I couldn't decide between both of you both for jackpot. So, again, a lot of the simps, a lot of the weak men couldn't help but give them a little bit of attention. And if you really want to know about these uh, posts, many of these posts aren't the girls that's posting them. Okay, many of these posts are not the girls that's posting them. What happened is it what's happening is people are taking these from people's public Instagrams or public TikToks and they're making YouTube pages and then they're making, you know, these are men, many times men making YouTube pages and Instagram pages, posting other people's content. And unfortunately, simps believe that they're talking to the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ingenious, you know what I mean? I listen, I ain't mad at it. You know, you got to take advantage of the sit marketplace, if you will. But uh, it is what it it is what it is. So a lot of guys thinking, oh, they talking to the girl, and I'm like, that is a page that the girls aren't even tagged on. They they just copied it and they put it on the YouTube, they put it on the Instagram, they put it on the CrossFit Fitness Girl, whatever it is, and it's a guy running it. But he knows the simps are gonna log in and have conversations. Sometimes they can. Find a way possibly to get some cash or redirect them offside on a link. Oh, boy. Marketplace for simps is actually fantastic. And I'm going to tell you, man, it might be a situation where I might go. I might go as a side hustle at this point because sex sells, women sells, and simps buy. Okay. All right. Anyway. Another trending topic here. Let's go ahead and go uh, here. I'm not sure if I can play this video. But apparently there's a movie called Wife Like. A couple of you guys have been talking to me about this, telling me to check it out. I checked out the preview. And um, this is kind of like one of those things where we tell you this is a precursor. Hollywood oftentimes give you, gives you an, an, an idea of what's to come in the real world, right? New, 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 new world order. And so they'll give you an indicator. They'll say, you know, uh, we're, it's just a movie. But down the line, they'll start to implement some of these things. And these things don't seem like scripts. They seem like scripts for life. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, this is what's coming, so we should tell you. Demolition Man's an example of this. iRobot's an example of this. There's plenty of examples of things, Back to the Future, if you will. There's plenty of movies that have been telling you, okay, this is what's coming, so you should expect it. But these are the funny things that could happen. So they're giving you a precursor, right? They're putting it in your head. They're putting it in your head so that when it happens, even the um, even the old uh, Thanos, even the Thanos thing where you have the um, Infinity War and the, and then you go into the I keep forgetting the names of the movie. But anyway, you have the Infinity War going into end games when you have this whole idea, we're going to eliminate 50 percent of the population. Now, you might be like, coach, that doesn't make sense. How is that a precursor? Well, then not too far after that, they had the C-19 and the vaccine. Mm. Yeah, predictive programming. So. You know what I mean? 
Now, I know people are going, you're too much of a conspiracy theorist, but what you don't understand is you take a movie. Um, uh, there was another movie called Contagion. There's another movie called Contagion. So if you go back and watch, and there was another movie related to Contagion. I believe maybe it was the same movie. There was another movie about, um, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, he, he had to take a helicopter ride back with the vaccine. Remember that? I can't remember. Was that Contagion? That might have been another movie. I think that might have been Contagion. So anyway, Contagion, when everybody stayed home during the quarantine, you saw the movie. Oh, it was Outbreak. That was Outbreak. So Outbreak and Contagion came along, you know, relatively like 10 years apart, 10 years apart. And so Outbreak was the one where he had to take the helicopter in with the with the secret vaccine. <laughs> but Contagion was the one that started the C-19 type virus where everybody was just dying. And it started with uh, somebody cutting. It was started with the Chinese restaurant guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's one of those things where it's predictive programming. Now, when you're in the and when you're in the scenario and you go back and watch the movie, you're like, holy shit. You're like, this is exactly how. You know what I mean? This is exactly what we're experiencing today. So here's another thing here. Sorry to go off on that one. It was the bat soup. <laughs> no, it wasn't the bat soup. It was something else where he cut something and then he shook hands with Gwyneth Paltrow and then she spread it. All right, she spread it. So then while you're while you're in the quarantine watching Contagion, you're like, holy mackerel, everything that happened in the movie was happening in real life. Let's see here. Here's a wife like and what this movie is about. I'll read it and I'll try to show a little bit of it, but it might get flagged here. When artificial human Meredith is assigned as a companion to grieving to the grieving widower, William, she is designed to behave like his late wife, he says, but in the in the fight to the end, in the fight to end AI exploitation, an organization attempts to sabotage her programming. <laughs> First of all, that has to do with modern women, period. But when you think about the future of human relationships, everybody knows there's going to be AI companions. There already are AI companions. I know people are like, that's going to be weird. It's not going to be weird. Women already have AI companions. All right, in their in their uh, bedroom drawer, they already have them. But men are probably going to be able to do that. There was actually another movie related to this called um, what was that movie called? Can't remember what it was called. Anybody know the other movie? It was uh, I can't remember the movie. Anyway, somebody said Real Housewives. Nah, there was another movie. It was I can't remember what it was called. All right, anyway, I've seen it. No, not her. Not iRobot, Blade Runner. It begins with a, oh, shit. Ex Machina. That, I knew it was an M. Ex Machina. Ex Machina was similar to this. So Ex Machina was about a guy, a Google. He was like a Google guy, a high-level guy who made female companions, AI female companions. Of course, it went wrong. I don't want to give away the movie, but it went left. And it didn't work out, essentially. The AI companion ended up getting female nature and ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway i'm not i'm gonna play a little bit of it just so you can see what's up here but what this is is more predictive programming they're getting you ready for these things i know you're like no but they're getting you ready for it let's go ahead and see if we can play a little bit their wife is ready to go home her vitals brain activity and battery have all been charged and are ready for companionship how do you feel feel all right. And so, you know, 
it what they're showing you is that 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 there's a man somewhere that is willing to have an AI wife. All right, after his first wife dies mysteriously. Um, and then there's probably going to be a situation. I don't want to give away the movie. I, didn't, I haven't seen the movie, but as you can see here, we have that. That's all I'm going to play. That's all I'm going to play right now because I don't want um, this company to come after me or uh, the movie or uh, YouTube to say I'm playing something I ain't supposed to be playing. But uh, they typically do that with movies, so you got to be careful. But anyway, there it is right there. Uh, this movie, I think, is – I don't know if it was released in theaters, but I think you can get it on Amazon Prime. So I might check it out this weekend while I have my AI like junior college chick serving me up. All right. That's what it's probably going to be. <laughs> Somebody said it's a trailer. Mm, I ain't messing around sometimes, man. Sometimes. All right. Next topic. The Buffalo Bills. And I won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> All right. Anyway. The Buffalo Bills want us to forget about the whole 1990s. They want to act like that didn't happen. I was there. I saw every game. And by the way, the first Super Bowl, they beat the Raiders to go into the damn uh, uh, Super Bowl. I saw what happened. I saw y'all basically taking L's left and right. And I was hoping, I was like, maybe it's their year this year. Nope. All right, I won't remind y'all of that. Buffalo Bills Mafia will come after me. Now Buffalo is killing me. Okay, let's go into this story. Uh, here it is right here. Bills punter Matt, I think it's Ariza. We're going to call him Ariza. Accused of gang graping, unfortunately, with two other men at the San Diego State University. And he's in a lawsuit. Let's read the details. Listen, this is something that I don't advise. I hope this never happens to anyone. I don't promote any of these things happening to anyone. However, there's something suspicious about this story that I'm going to point out. Now, if he's done any of these things, which I believe he's probably been cut from the team, he should be cut. He should lose his job. And the NFL probably don't have any room to play, especially with a punter. So they got to get rid of his ass if he's guilty. But anybody know about San Diego State, it is a party school. All right. It's right along the side of uh, same thing as Arizona State. University of Arizona, uh, UCSB, University of California, Santa Barbara, Chico State. On the West Coast, San Diego State is a party school. And because it's centered in a downtown area, it's right off the freeway and it's more in a downtown area. Because it's in a downtown area, a lot of people, underage women, underage young women, um, they do party along with San Diego State people, right? So it's not as if people don't know what they're getting into male or female, older or younger, everybody knows what's going down at SDSU. So on the West Coast, these are the party schools. So there's going to be a young woman who got down to a party, which I talked about yesterday's in last night's show. I said a lot of young women are got, have fake IDs and they're going to college parties. This is the unfortunate thing. And uh, if they're doing drinking alcohol, right, eventually if something does happen, which it could, good or bad, choice, consent or non-consent, then it's always going to be who else's fault, right? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. This is the difficulty of being a parent or being someone who governs young women. They're going to want to be uh, curious, and they're going to want to go. In these streets. And they're going to want to go down the party and all of these things. And then when it goes left, everybody wants to be like, how dare you, right? They're, 
How dare you? How dare you do that? Well, you're the ones that snuck out of the house. At 17, where's your mama? Where's your daddy? Always ask, where's your daddy at? All right, here it is. Let's read the details. And, of course, everybody's going to say, well, these men should be told not to grape. All right, that's simple. Everybody knows that. That's like, don't murder, don't burglarize, don't grape. Every man knows that. But we're going to figure out if this story makes sense. Many times it doesn't. Unfortunately, listen, we don't have all of the details. Content, content warning, this story contains graphic details about the alleged actual violence. And I'm just warning you right now. There's very explicit content that this is being reported in the mainstream media. This is not me. This is not my words. So do not be mad at me for pulling this story back. Pause. Matt Ariza, the Buffalo Bills punter who came to prominence in college football as the punt god last season, has been accused of participating in a gang grape of a 17-year-old girl in a civil lawsuit, according to the Los Angeles Times. The lawsuit alleges that Ariza, I'm hoping I'm saying his name right, then an All-American at San Diego State, had SEX with a minor outside of his off-campus house while she was intoxicated at a party in October. So this is October of last year. This is October 2021. Then brought her inside the house where she was repeatedly raped by multiple men. All right, so this sounds like the Tupac incident, essentially. He had his turn. Wait a minute, let me see here. Did he have, it sounds like he didn't do nothing. It sounds like he was, okay, I don't know. Maybe he was one of the multiple men. Oh, no, no, he had sex with her, and then he brought her inside, and then, oh, yeah, so it's like the Tupac situation. He got his, he got his situation done, and then he brought her in. Wait a minute, hold up for a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is already, wait a minute. <laughs> L- let me, let me rebind this. I-, I always look for holes in the story because we already know the false alligators be out here like crazy. They said in this story, I know they don't have the context right all the time. They said he had sex with the minor outside of his house. Outside. Outside of the house. And then brought her in. And then guess what? He, I don't know. Where was the outside at? On the porch? Okay. That group allegedly included two of Ariza's Aztecs teammates, and they named them as Xavier Leonard and Nolan. P.A. sounds like a Samoan guy, or at least a um, Pacific Islander, as they would call him. Leonard is still listed on the San Diego State football roster, while the other player, the Samoan guy, at least is not. There's a, a reportedly, rep, reportedly an ongoing criminal investigation into the incident, as well as a Title IX investigation at San Diego State, which is, th- that's important. That's an important detail. No arrests have been made, but San Diego State, uh, San Diego detectives have reportedly submitted their investigation to the San Diego County District Attorney's Office, which will decide whether or not to submit charges. So that is a very important detail right there. Um, As we know, we don't know these situations yet. There haven't been an arrest and there hasn't been criminal charges pressed yet. But both of these, all of these individuals have been reported to have done something things here. They're going to give us the details. And we know that people have lied about these things in the past or at least contorted the events 
they said something happened and it was not the case. If you go back to the one girl, Nicole or Nikki Yovino over here at, I believe, Sacred Heart University or Fairfield or whichever one of those universities in Connecticut, she said something similar only for it to come out later that she lied. So it's not a clear-cut situation. Same thing in some of the Baylor cases. Some of the guys in Baylor either did it, and some of the cases came out, well, wasn't really what they said. Okay. It says right here, Ariza's lawyer, Carrie Armstrong, told the Times that he hadn't reviewed the lawsuit, but called the allegations false and claimed to have witnesses from the party who contradicts the teenagers' versions of event. Okay. There you go right there. So their lawyer saying, you know, it really didn't happen like she says. And I could probably agree because you're talking about alcohol. And now let me say this. I'm not exonerating any, any one of these men, and I'm not accusing the, accu the, the victim in this situation. However, let me go back to another story that is similar to this, in which you have the story that happened at Hoover High School in Alabama, where one woman what uh, got drunk and a football player, a member of the football team, they both had what they thought were consensual um, sex, but both of them were drunk. And then you had witnesses both telling different parts of uh, different portions of the story. All the events were twisted. <clears throat> By the way, most of these things that I tell you, the statistic of campus assaults, when these things come up, nearly 80% of the time, alcohol is involved. This is the problem when you put yourself in these scenarios. Now, it's hard for young people to not want to be around partying and drinking and drugging. You guys think you're cool. The problem is when it involves campus life, damn near 80% of the time, it involves alcohol, which complicates the situation. It complicates it because you don't have clear memory. You don't have thought, especially if you're over drinking. You have everybody that's a witness is drunk. You got a problem. You got major problems here. So now it's a he said, she said, but it's also he said, she said with a bunch of drunk and high people. I always was saying the safest bet is why do it anyway? But it's hard to tell people to not be around the cool people. Okay. But if you can't handle yourself, you can't handle yourself. Here it is. Attorneys for the other two player decline to comment. Here's the weird stuff. Armstrong called the allegations and, uh, and lawsuit a shakedown for Ariza's NFL money, to which the accuser's attorney, Dan Gillian, responded by claiming Armstrong offered them money before Ariza joined the Buffalo Bills. All right, so. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. So, before... So they knew of the allegations before the draft. And they knew why he was going to get drafted because he's the punk god. It sounds like the girl contacted him. And they're, we're going to see this. The girl contacted him and said, I'm going to go to the police and say this. And then he said, no, nah, I'm going to give you some hush money. And then she said, no. Nope. Mm -hmm. Do not put me on the jury of this case. Somebody going home. <laughs> Somebody. I think everybody going home in this case. He also released a screen grab of text messages in which an unidentified member of Ariza's camps asked what payment his client is seeking. 
seeking arrangements, if you will. Let's see. We have the text message. It says right there. Do you guys see the text messages? It says never been involved in settling any civil lawsuit, which will get to filed by a client. Quote, I have no idea what Carrie Armstrong thinks about me, nor do I give it. Esh, you made the decision for your client already. The offer is withdrawn. Good luck. Good work. Okay, good work again. So here it is. They made it. Wait a minute. They made it seem like they offered her money, but they said, this is what we want. We want some money. Wait, what? I got money. Weird. As much as I don't want to be a part of any potential civil suit, Regarding Ariza, his very nice parents have asked me to reach out to you and ask what number your client is looking for. Wow. And I am sure you already know if you keep calling the bills and he gets cut, there will be no money <laughs> to get. Oh, man. So, wow. This is weird. This is absolutely weird. Now, listen, if this was a straight up assault and a grape it would be a slammed up case for the district attorney to get involved and they would just go ahead and prosecute him. He would be arrested and the everybody involved would be arrested. There would be no text messages back and forth. There would be no negotiation about a money shakedown. There would be none of this. But when you cross the line, let's say you're the victim or the victim's attorney and you cross the line into this bullshit. You got to call this a you got to be like, what the hell's going on here? They're having conversations before it's released, before the police investigate it. And they're now calling, going back and forth on money and then offering and withdrawn. And I should take it. And if you don't give me this, we're going to pull back and go ahead and file. Mm. You got to call it into question. And it would be an easy slam dunk because the girl is 17 years old. The girl said she was in high school. And that that they knew she was in high school. This is a slam dunk. But because this is why, this is why, you know what I mean? If you're a real victim, this right here should give you pause or cause to be like, what the hell's going on? This is wrong. This is not how you handle it. They're trying to get paid. Somebody trying to get paid. And um, this would be an easy slam dunk on a statutory, potentially, because maybe you have closeness in age. Maybe she has alcohol issues or family issues. Maybe they're, she doesn't want to be slut shamed. Maybe the, the events, right? They they talked to witnesses and the witnesses were like, nah, she from the streets and she was running trains and she was sucking on salami. And so it throws it throws the credibility of her case when she got a little bit tipsy and everybody in the club getting tipsy. And now here you go. The lawyers know that it's a whack case. And so he went directly to the source and tried to get money, right? I got money. This is all what I'm trying to figure out. Because if this was just a straight up, they ran a train on her, or I'm sorry, they gang raped her, slam dunk, they all go to jail. But as you can see, they shuffling. As you can see, they're shuffling and they're losing credibility by the moment. The Bills released a statement soon after the allegations were reported, claiming they had already investigated the matter and declined further comment. It was like, we already know. <laughs> Let's detail the events here. Let's detail the events. This is absolutely weird. This is why I say there's something about this story that doesn't make sense. Details of the Matt Ariza allegations are ugly, and I agree. In the lawsuit, in the lawsuit, as reported to the Times, the accuser, who is now 18, in legal claims to have arrived at the party on October 16th after drinking with friends. So she already drunk. <laughs> the girl already tipsy. She already in the club getting tipsy. She alleges that Ariza gave her a drink, which is illegal. 
she believed to contain intoxicating substances other than alcohol. So she's claiming that he drugged her. All right. Then took her outside and told her to perform a duck sick. Despite being told that she was a high school student. All right. She said, but I'm only 17. That's what she said. Are you believing that? Do you believe that? Do you believe she said, before I drop to my knees, I want to let you know, I'm still in high school. <laughs> All right, I don't know, man. I just listen. Context is important. Ariza allegedly had SEX with the girl, then took her to the bedroom where Leonard and the other guy, Yualiko, and at least one other man were waiting. Bad news here. She claimed she had, she was thrown on the bed face first, then great for an hour and a half. I listen. I, I've been in a situation similar, meaning it wasn't a great. It wasn't she. They were. They. She said. I'll take on all of you, everybody in the room. And it took about an hour and a half. Because there was so much fun to be had. I've been in situations. Now, the, the person that I was with, the, she was not drunk. But there's some people who, now, let's just flip it on the other side. The dude sitting there rubbing their hair like Birdman. Some guy, after he's done with her, he takes her to the room against her will, throws her over his shoulder like Riley Reed. <laughs> okay. And then and then throws her in there and then jets. So the other dudes can be like, all right, that would be ridiculous. That would be that would be violation. They need to definitely, for sure, they need to definitely be sure, be in jail. But of course, witnesses probably are looking at it like that didn't that didn't happen. All right, we'll find out when they prosecute the guy. Or prosecute the men that are um, in this situation. Here we go. Let's get it. Let's get some more here. After the party was shut down, the wait. She claims to emerge from the room crying, with her nose, belly button, and ear piercings pulled out. Wait, crying with her nose. I don't know what that means. Oh, oh okay. She's crying with her nose, belly button, ear piercings pulled out and bleeding from her peace sleeve. Okay. The accuser said she told friends that she had been touched up and down and then went to the police a day later and underwent an exam. All right. The results of which have not been disclosed. Okay. So there's, there's a, that right there gives her a lot more credibility although they haven't disclosed the results of the test. So she did go to the police, and that's going to give her a lot more credibility. All right. At the request of the police, so we always acute, we always tell people a false, a good sign of a false alligator is that they never go to the police um, or they don't go to the police immediately. It says she went to the police a day later, but she at least went. All right. Anyway, at the request of the police, the accuser called the men named in a lawsuit while being recorded by detectives. So she got their, wait a minute, how did she get the number? Okay. So she had their phone numbers. She had their numbers. Like, when did she get the numbers? After it all happened? I mean, this is weird. 
The lawsuit says Ariza confirmed that they had sex, then recommended she get tested for STD. Mm. Boy, y'all people are some heathens out here. So he got the itchy scratchy. <laughs> oh my lord! He got the herp dirt, and he was like, "Well, you might want to go get tested." Mm. Y'all need to be. Y'all need to be. What's wrong with people? My gosh. Uh, when he was asked, and did we have cons- actual SEX, the accuser claims Ariza changed his tone and claimed to not have remembered anything from the night. Okay. And then ST- San Diego State allegedly waited to investigate Matt Ariza's allegations. While it had been 10 months since the alle- alleged uh, incident, knowledge of the incident was reportedly commonplace at San Diego State within days. It was reported by the Times two months ago that San Diego State officials opted to not inform the campus of uh, the alleged gang rape and waited more than seven months to open the investigation. Interesting. Ariza's name reportedly surfaced in at least one anonymous report made by a student athlete, uh, made by student athletes after the party. One athlete reportedly questioned why no investigation had begun and accused officials of hiding the allegation due to, to the success of the football team, which finished 12 and 2 and ranked 25 in the poll. From the Times, 99% of the football players are aware of the five person grape. So the rest of the student athletes are left wondering why nothing is done. San Diego State reportedly defended its decision by saying police had asked the school to not take any action. That would compromise the criminal investigation. The accuser was not happy. I'm not happy. With that excuse. (laughs) Hmm, boy, there's a lot going on here. So at least, so you can't be really mad at San Diego State, the the university, because they're passing their buck over to the police, who they're saying the police told us not to do nothing. And the football players are saying, hey, man, this dude, all these five dudes was doing stuff, and they ready to tattletale. All right, um, that's enough of that situation here. What you should know, which is also suspicious as well, that this is a civil lawsuit, okay? This is not a criminal lawsuit. The lawsuit against Mr. Ariza, the punter for uh, the Buffalo Bills, is a civil lawsuit, meaning there's no criminal charges. There's no statutory grape. There's no criminal charges against the two other men that, or in the two potentially three other men, and they're not saying five men. There's no criminal charges against them. There's no statutory charges against them. There's no Title IX uh, charges against the them right there. It was investigated months later, and it probably, and this is why. These are two reasons why. Number one, number one, the number one reason why is because these people were all drunk. These people were all drunk. When you have drunk ass people, you're going to have you're, you're going to complicate the issue. I know that's no excuse. And of course, women are saying that's no excuse. However, you're the one drunk and they're drunk. When you get drunk young people together, this is why there's laws against alcohol drinking and consumption when your brain is nothing but a puddle of top ramen noodles, okay? You're not equipped to be doing this. So they got young people showing up at a college party, then they're being violated allegedly and then everybody's drunk even the witnesses are drunk so you don't really have a great accountability of what happened many of these things happen over time um obviously they smell fresh meat and she put herself in a situation where they're like she was like you know they the the guys that are the the high school i mean sorry the college football players are like we got a fresh piece of meat here 
she seems with it. She might have seemed with it. She might have re removed consent. It might have got rougher than she thought. She might have thought she wanted that. Who knows what happens, but this is why they haven't proceeded. Number two, you have a potential shakedown prior to the criminal inve investigation being completed. So I believe that the criminal investigation probably is going to prosecute these guys or charge these guys. However, we don't know what's going to come of the charges because it still has to go through trial in a criminal sense. And if they've already filed a, a, a civil lawsuit, that's going to probably hamper the criminal investigation and prosecution. You guys know how that works because the evidence that you can submit and come forward here and you have to <clears throat> in a civil lawsuit. It's not reasonable doubt that gets you off. It's a preponderance of evidence that gets you off. And if she doesn't have enough evidence, this guy could potentially walk from the civil lawsuit. And then in the criminal lawsuit, it's a much harder time to prosecute you. If you win the civil lawsuit, you're probably going to win the criminal lawsuit. It's going to be absolutely effery. So what's the moral of the story? Some women are going to say, teach men not to grape. Okay. Teach young women to stay their ass at home away from college men under alcohol or the influence of drugs. Okay. This is an easy win situation. If young women want to be in these streets, these are the things that happen. Remember, I put that tweet out. Men are the protectors of women. And it's not just protecting by shelter. We protect women from themselves. And in that, we've been trying to tell people that men, women need fathers. Women need leadership. I know you guys want to be out in these streets and you can do it on your own. But a father should be protecting his daughter, should be telling them and securing them away from trying to be in these streets and on seeking arrangements and on OnlyFans. You know what could really complicate this situation? Uh, what could complicate the situation is if she does have a tendency to display herself in the 304 tendencies of seeking OnlyFans and or um, Instagram and TikTok. These are going to complicate the situations and make it seem like you might have intended it. Okay. And so if they do start investigating her social media, which they will, <laughs> and they're going to see how she lived her life, it's going to make it harder. It's going to make it harder for her. So I'll tell you, man, this you guys got to be conscious of these situations and scenarios. It's not as easy slam dunk as you think. You can't just be like, okay, this happened. So yeah, the guy's the bad guy. She's the good guy. She's the victim. They're the perpetrator. That's not how it works in real life. There's a series of overlaps that make the victim, the perpetrator, and the perpetrator, the victim. And then it overlaps, overlaps until we get into a scenario where it's people then try to make it black and white. Well, it's obvious. He's the perpetrator. She's the victim. She's underage and he's they're of age. No, it's not obvious. It's not obvious. And one more thing I'm going to add to this. Potentially that could. Um, 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 you have the situation where she said she's still in high school and notified them. I don't believe that. But. But there have people, there have been men, since they were close in age, they might not even consider that a statutory because they might have been 19. She was 17. Sometimes they give that a pass. They give that a pass. But also, going forward, if it shows that she does, is was functioning as an adult, treating herself as an adult, being in adult scenarios, they'll waive the prosecution on that. They'll be like, well, we can't really... She functioned as she was an adult. She portrayed herself. Maybe she had a fake ID. Maybe she didn't notify anyone. Maybe she said she notified them, but who knows? That's what he said, she said. So this is what's going on, man. What a complicated situation. You see how complicated it is? 
I'm, it's a sad situation for everybody involved. All right, let me get into these contributions, man. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to go on Cash App. So everybody wants everybody to be the victim and everybody to be the perpetrator, but it's absolutely crazy. Oh, we already got people talking about it. Shout out to Derek. I can't say your last name. Pause. All right. Shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat. Uh-huh. Shout out to Warhammer. He says, don't listen to coach while working out. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah. Don't drop the bar on your chest. Shout out to it's only right says coach. Did you hear about the Buffalo Bills punter? Thank you, sir. I did hear about it. We just reported. Uh-huh. Pindar says, happy Friday, coach. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Moose Hefner says, here's something for them UNLV Lady Rebels, coach. And, boy, UNLV is back in school. School's back for summer. Lady's going to get put to work. <laughs> Jason Webb says, salute, coach. Just showing support. Thank you, sir. XL Pro Services back in the building. Salute, CG. I really appreciate you, brothers, man. Your boy Scoot is back. Shout out to the coach gang, TGIF. I got money. Make sure you have bail money, guys, ready to go. Don't spend the whole weekend in the joint. Shout out to James L. Respect for giving men a voice. Yes, indeed. Men really need a voice. Who else is going to take this? these arrows? Have space, will travel. It's always Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. Yes, it is. It's always Jermaine's fault. Always. Big dough, butter. I'm 61. And you got some big old MF titties. All right. Where's that guy? I'm 61 years old. I talk all raspy and I look like Fred Sanford. And I just want to say I'm an old Mac. And I'm going to just hit you with this straight up game. Where is it at? I'm going to pull him up. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. <laughs> oh, maybe he was at the San Diego State party. Robert P. Elliott says 10K student loan debt is equal if for both sex, both sexes. Um, but overwhelmingly, it's going to go to women. Shout out to Everett W. Happy Friday, coach. Gotta he says, gotta catch the show later. I'm at my job. Do not get fired listening to coach shout out to Django says coach 107 subs on my puppy channel dog boy 153 go check him out hashtag free agent lifestyle in the building all right you got 107 I thought you were gonna say 100k subs okay hold on for a second somebody's texting me real quick that needs some information all right uh, let's see here. Congratulations on your 100 and 107 subs or 107K. Either way, congratulations. Shout out to Charlie uh, LL Cool Cheese. He says the weight rule does not work for men. They desire. That's true, too. All right, going over to Venmo to see what life is like over on Venmo. What do we got going over here? Zero Fallout says, remember, boys, when she's under any intoxicant, she's a victim. Yes, when you're intoxicated, you will always be the perpetrator. Protect yourselves, men. So I always tell you guys, I actually did a show. If you see drunk women, leave them alone. I know it's going to seem easy and they're going to have their inhibitions lowered and they're going to be more sex. You know, when they get high and drunk, they're going to be outside of themselves, right? Or beside themselves. But uh, when they become sober, that's where your problem is. And they can remove consent specifically by saying, well, I was drunk, even though you were drunk as well, right? They were like, well, you should have known better. Hi, girl. I love you, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Josie's so drunk, but I love it. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, you're going to... <laughs> uh, so we're, it, it's, it's a complicated situation. Same thing as Hoover High School in Alabama. The woman tried to say, well, I was drunk. And then the people in the administrators were like, well, was he drunk? And then the dude was like, yeah, well, I was drunk. So they had two young people that were drunk, but they were trying to put all the they were trying to put all the onus on the drunk male while saying, well, she was drunk. She couldn't consent. Well, if we're talking about equality and consent, can the can the male can the male consent as well if he's drunk? Think about it. Ask the question. Ask the question. Now, some people, normies, ham and eggers will be like, it doesn't matter if he's drunk. Like, wait a minute. Are we equal? Do we know how desire works? It's actually worse if you're around a drunk male. Wait a minute. Larry Leisure here. Here's for coffee, CGA. He says, going to a wedding in November, would you recommend bringing, bringing a date or going solo? I'm single. I would say go solo. Go solo. All right. But it's going to be a lot of drunk women and relatives around there too, you know. So I would say go solo. Don't bring a plus one because then you'll be, I don't know, you'll be stuck with the plus one. Even if it's somebody you're just bringing, maybe, a, I don't know, somebody from seeking or a friend, it makes it awkward. You want to be kind of just moving around and flowing naturally. And then when the 46-year-old drunk auntie takes you in the bathroom and, and sucks you off dry, you could just be like, and she can leave out the bathroom. <laughs> Drunk older women don't count. You never heard a drunk older woman was like, well, I was drunk off of Xanax and wine, so I couldn't consent. Nah. This has got to be people 25 and under that can use that excuse. Drunk older women, they be wanting it. They be sitting around like this. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group... I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. That's who you're meeting at the wedding. That drunk auntie right there. <laughs> all right, anyway, man. But, you know, even if you don't meet somebody like that, you're all good. Dennis A. He says, shout out, coach. Caught the stream yesterday and sounds like you were ready to risk it all for that senorita that lives out of state. Oh, man. He says, aha, just messing with you. Oh, man. Senorita. Yeah, Mama Sita in the building. It is what it is. I'm a man. Shout out to Albert Ingram. You're just hurting bitter from your last marriage. He says, you got to find the right woman for you, coach. Yeah, that's all it takes. I need to find the right woman. Shout out to Pac-Man Jones. Coach, you were speaking bars. Straight posers keep speaking the truth about these guys and females. Yes, indeed. And he's talking about yesterday's show where I said, where I said, um, where I said, uh, these, these female content creators are suspect to me. Um, and another reason uh, why uh, another reason I want to throw out there is that they never really reference other other top male content creators on their on their um, show that as far as I know, as far as I know, they never be like, hey, we should pay homage to these guys that laid the path that we're going to steal content from. Right. They all think they all talk about it like they came up with the information and they did the research. See, that's a red flag. And I even called Kevin Samuels about that. I'm not going to speak ill about the dead, but he was he was highly accused of doing the same thing. Now, people could say they accuse me of doing the same thing, but I give shots out. 
I'm not going to shout out every time, but I, I, I gave shout out to my predecessors and I do it all the time. Okay. Now, not every time I say something, but there's people that specifically say we ain't giving no shouts out. I'm going to talk like I came up with the information and that's a red flag for especially female content creators, especially female content creators, especially young female content creators. They will talk like they came up with the shit. <laughs> Somebody said K K KS always gave shots out. No, he didn't. He's notorious for not giving them, but he did over time because he got called out. He was notorious for not doing it. As a matter of fact, he had the we're not speaking about the dead, but he did have one where people really was like, oh, that was egregious. So what I'm telling you is. Um, he's not here to defend himself. But um, the female content creators are they never say, let's pay homage to these red pill content creators that came before us, especially the men where we watched and then we just going to go ahead and pirate your shit. Yeah, but not. Somebody said he called me Coach Graybeard. <laughs> Shout out to that. All right. Yeah, they need to pay homage. You know what I mean? You need to go back and say, yo, this we got this and these are the do. I, like, I don't even know. So I don't watch them. They may do it. They may do it. I don't know. So uh, where are we at here? I got some PayPal's to do. Oh, man, they don't lock me out again. Lord. I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. Where we at? <laughs> PayPal is a beast. Oh, they done got me all locked out. Okay, I got to come back. That got me all locked out. Oh, my goodness. This person right here is killing me with this text information. I gave, I done gave you the information. Oh, my Lord. Hold on for a second. They hounded me for info, and I done gave them the damn info. Jesus Christ, man. You can't tell. You, you know what? We gonna run a damn commercial because somebody ain't paying attention to details here. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I got this right. All right, I got it right here. I'm gonna be able to get it to him real quick. Good Lord, have mercy. Let's run a commercial. These people, man. Let's let's run Francis. <laughs> All right, to Gail away, to Gail away. All right, there it is right there. My goodness. All right. What are we doing? I was shuffling. Yes, I was. All right, let's get to the third topic today, and then we'll get back to what? These 304s ain't winning. These 304s ain't winning. Where are we at? Let's go to the story. Let's take these. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's talk about the Incredible Hulk with this story, too. Let's talk about the Incredible Hulk situation. Now, KT King gave us all of the information related to this Incredible Hulk story. I don't know much about Marvel and Incredible Hulk. Okay. Um, here it is right here. Mark Ruffalo. He's apparently Bruce Banner. All right. He's Bruce Banner. He quotes, quote, he claims she hopes bad reviews comes from women haters and racists. Oh, man. So let's call Mark Ruffalo. You definitely a gump. Okay. You definitely a gump for this one. Now, why is it that 
this woke programming. They put this woke BS out. They tried this with, was it Batgirl or Batwoman? They keep trying this with um, with uh, Ghostbusters, with uh, Ocean's 5011. And they try to do an all-female cast or a female-led cast. And the shit tanks, right? And then all of a sudden, people are critical of it because they get called out for trying to push some woke BS or some feminism or they turn somebody trans or gay. And then people are like, I didn't come here for this bullshit. Why y'all pushing this? And of course, Disney and Marvel, they they got to push some bullshit, right, to get the get it, uh, greenlit. And then when you're critical about it, you're a woman hater. What? How dare you? When you're critical of it, you're a racist. What? Let's read what this goofball's talking about. Now, you guys know more about this story with me. You guys know about the fact that she claimed in the, well, the, the character claimed um, that she had it rougher and she has to deal with the salt and grape and you don't have to do it, Bruce Banner. Okay, when you're the Hulk, you have it easier than me. I have it tougher. She was like this. I'm not happy. <laughs> Captain Marvel, same thing. It's like, come on, man. If people don't like it or they sense that you're trying to push an agenda in it, okay, um, then people are going to call out the agenda. But, of course, no, 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 you're the greatest. It says right here, actor Mark Ruffalo, better known uh, for his incessant leftist rants. Well, there you go. As well as his performance as Marvel's Hulk, resorting to more whining, quoting a writer complaining that the reason the show She-Hulk Attorney at law. announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Okay. Got bad reviews. Uh, was that it was led by a woman. <laughs> Mark Shuffalo. Ruffalo quoted an article in Screen Rant that claims the abundance of bad reviews posted on IMDB, IMDB arose because of the reviewers' misogyny and racism. Wow. <laughs> Quote, the rise in bad faith IMD reviews, particularly from projects led by women and or biopic threatens the wait, threatens to render the site scores meaningless. If the problem is not addressed, the article states and Ruffalo and uh, Ruffalo quoted. Just so you guys know what's happening is I don't think the show is fully out or the show was fully out enough to get reviews. So what's happening is people come on before the show is actually released. And they trash the, the show. All right. And it's based on, I believe, the reviews, most of the reviews before the show was released is based on um, it's based on people already trashing the, the, the trailer. The trailer comes out, people trash it. So that's where he's coming from. He's like, y'all trashing it before the show even comes out. So they're trashing the CGI, they're trashing the feminist trailer that comes out because the feminist trailer is gonna be like, oh, we have it harder, and I'm it's harder, right? So then people trash the trailer, they trash the show, and they trash the graphics before they see the show. So that's what he's basically coming at, right? <laughs> Somebody says the critics. He says they're dropping every, oh, they, have they dropped every episode? I'm not sure. I haven't been watching. All right, but I, this is a show I would never watch, maybe because I'm a misogynist. How dare you? She-Hulk attorney at Law Star, Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters, the cousin of Bruce Banner, who becomes Hulk. The current IMDB policy leaves the LB, LGBTQIA plus community as well as women and BIPOC. I don't even know what that is. Sorry. 
working in film and television, particularly vulnerable to unnecessary vitriol and harassment. <laughs> who said that? The article. What? Oh, my God. Yo, who said this shit? Mark Shuffalo. All right, let's go ahead and say who you are, bro. Where's Mark Shuffalo at? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mark Shuffalo at it. I think this is Mark Shuffalo. Uh, Ruffalo felt... Ruffalo, something to political correctness, has been demonstrated for years. Oh, so he's known for this. In December 2019, when he was a uh, when he was worth an estimated $30 million by some reports, he decided to trumpet his antipathy for the capitalist system, <laughs> pontificating on Twitter, quote, it's time for the economic revolution. Capitalism today is failing us, killing us, and robbing from our children's future. Yeah, we're going to have to give you an L. Dude, you own Reading Rainbow Time. Do not let me drop the uh, music. In September 2019, Ruffalo's, uh, Ruffalo asserted his support for Senator Bernie Sanders in socialism, tweeting Democratic Socialism, per at Bernie Sanders, is basically the political system that works for all of us, not just the 1%. This guy's worth $30 million. Give him an L. Dude. Gump City. And people keep saying shuffle uh, socialism is not coming. Oh, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Here they are promoting it. Health care for workers, education for workers, sick leave for workers, and fair tax system. Damn, he got more to say. This dude's a gump. By the end of 2019, of November, Ruffalo was at it again saying of Sanders that he would beat Trump's ass. He said, I know that he has the grit and I know he has the huge this huge infrastructure and the young people dig him. And of course, a good part of the squad signing off on him. I'm very excited about what he's doing. He's already pushed the Democrats to the progressive values he already has, and he's keeps leading in the field even today. And he'll beat Trump's ass. Okay, well, that didn't work. Damn, he's still at it. Oh, he's talking about racist now in June 17. Ruffalo targeted, quote, the white conservatives he claimed NBC and MSNBC had hired. Speaking to them, new, 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 new world order. Ruffalo linked to a petition demanding NBC executives, quote, stop the white conservative hiring spree. Tell NBC executives, stop the white conservative hiring spree at MSNBC, the petition said. NBC has trouble, troubling ties to Trump during the presidential campaign and gave the racist Sexual Predator, a national platform. Now MSNBC, too, is tilted to the right. Yo, this dude's insane. <laughs> That's your boy, Mark Shuffalo. Let's go ahead and send him off with the... Uh... Wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah, Mark, you know what you get. You know what you get. We're just going to have to roll ahead and roll it. Yes, definitely. I didn't really realize you were back a little bit cray-cray in your statements regarding the She-Hulk. Makes sense. So let's go ahead and send them off. Yes, indeed. Butterfly in the sky. Yes, sir. I can go twice as high. That's you, sir. Take a look. Let's put you up there. It's, in a book, a reading it's definitely you, bro. Yeah. 
Take your L, sir. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Yeah, man, you out there, bro. Man, who are you? Man, hey, wait a minute. Hey. Yeah, man, I don't know what you got going on. All right, what's the next article? <laughs> the next article. Oh, man, these 304s ain't winning. Lord have mercy. Look at this. Let's go to this one right here. Uh, Soft White Underbelly. Let's go ahead and give our fair use. Soft White Underbelly's been very good to us. But uh, we will invoke our fair use privileges here as well. Let me go ahead and play the music. Or let's get it up here on the screen and then play the Excerpts of copyrighted material you may under circumstances be quoted verbatim. All right, for purposes of teaching, criticism, news reporting, teaching, 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 teaching. New, 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 new world order. All right, uh, you know what I'm talking about here. Shout out to Soft White Underbelly. We got a sister. Oh Lord, I don't know if I can show this on you. Well, he's showing it on YouTube, but she flat backed it and all of that. Anyway, let's play this. What's more important, you about money? Wait, sorry, I got it on chipmunk speed here. All right, let's go back. She definitely from the junior college, but she's a street girl. Her name's Nicole. Let's listen. Um, the only thing that can make it a good day is money. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm not making money, then what's, it's what's not more, a good day. What's more important to you, love or money? Money. Did All right. To answer that. All right. She's she's uh she's in love with the money. Yeah, no, because I've been let down, and you know heartbroken and you know i kind of that's like locked in <laughs> it's like bars around my heart right now mm. all right so these are the women that say that i mean sorry these are the women that guys say three or four is a winning and uh anyway continuing hold it i'm 21 21 21 so at 21 you're looking at your options in, in life you could work at starbucks you could work at i've had regular jobs and then you have this yeah so she's had she's got braces on. Uh, she's had regular bar <laughs> regular bars. She's had regular jobs. She's worked at Golden Corral and all that stuff. But uh, let's go ahead and continue. Tell me the difference. Is this person anyway? Hold on for a second. I gotta check something real quick. All right. Uh, anyway, let's continue. <laughs> Here you go. Her phone and ringing. I don't know. I can't work for $25 an hour or $22. It doesn't matter. $17 an hour. Straight. I can make $500 in an hour. You know, mm. that's the difference for me. Yeah, that would be hard to go back to. Yeah. You end up getting addicted to it, though, don't you? Oh, no. Yeah. You definitely get addicted to this lifestyle. Once you start really making real money, you touch real money. It's like, you know, <laughs> you look at somebody else's job and you're like, you know, could have been me. So she said she, uh, but this is the trap that I've been saying the modern woman is getting into. Once they venture into this side of work, they can never go back to regular life. The streets will always call them. All right. The streets will always call them. So, um, you know, like she'll go to Golden Corral after doing this. She's going to get ran through mental disorder, drugs, whatever's going to be it, pimp lifestyle, whatever it is, she'll get arrested. And then she'll eventually say, I'll go do regular work, but the regular work money is going to be slow and they'll return back to the streets. But what, what are the prices that you pay by doing it? You're, so you're making more My money. life in general is, a, you know, like, I, I wouldn't say I, like, pay a price because, you know, 
Well, it probably I, affects your personal relationships. It de- oh yeah, it definitely affects personal relationships. I mean, the only guy that's gonna want to have a relationship with you, and in ninety nine percent of cases, are a pimp. That's not necessarily true because I mean, I mean, if the guy outside of that world wants to have a relationship with you, he's gonna ask you to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, or he respect it. All right, so again, uh, the delusion is high on this one. You have a woman that's being in these streets. She thinks that's, and guys, this woman's going to become a born-again Christian probably in about four or five years, clean up her act, potentially go out there and try to get the man that she wants, right? And she thinks some guy is going to overlook the fact that she worked on Figueroa for a living and allegedly made $500 an hour, okay, and lived this life. So when we talk about delusion, this is an example of the delusions of grandeur, right? The woman that says, I'm I'm hotter than average. I deserve an insanely rich guy. I deserve to put standards on men when they've been in this life. And she's like, that's not exactly true. There's a man out there that will respect me. And that's you. Somebody said, this ain't a woman. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they saying. But by the way, a lot of black women typically do have masculine voices. They This is how they've been raised, right? Um, so I know it could be suspect, but because you know, you're looking for a guy, a boyfriend who's going to respect the fact that you're having sex with 10 guys a night. I mean, I'm not looking for that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for that, but I mean, I'm not looking for anything because I can do this on my own. So you got a renegade spirit here. She's basically saying I can do it on my own, you know, but yeah, no. <laughs> Are drugs a part of your life? No. <laughs> there it is there's the weed there's the weed all right so you know the weed is going to be a part of the life but nothing more serious no good for you she lying you call your very first time doing this at 15 and a half wow so there you go right there guys our world likes to mask these things this woman this young woman said she started this at 15 and a half it's it's crazy What's happening in our world versus what happens in reality. This girl was allegedly 15 and a half starting this life. And she's 21. So she's six years in the game. Yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> um, I was super scared. This for is one. A- I just know I was standing on the corner of I think Western and First. And um this guy just rode up to me, but I mean, of course I was like taught to like say, you know, specific things or ask for specific things, but I don't know. I was just more so nervous because it was my first time doing it with somebody random. So. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You were taught and told to say certain things. That means somebody groomed you to put you out there. I venture to say maybe a not or a single mom or, or potentially a, CPS agent, right? We know that CPS is known to put girls out in these streets. In these streets. But now she's saying this is the first time she's done it random. What were you doing before? What? She had a pimp. Well, we know pimps, and I've been actually critical of the pimp culture by telling you that they mess with underage girls. All right. Not all of them, but that is a staple of their profession. That's a stereotype of their profession. And many guys have been caught up with that for sure. Absolutely. I know of somebody personally that was about that life and the way he got prison time was with he had a 15 year old girl in his uh stable right and he got years and years and years for that um it was awkward and 
you know, weird until I got the money. And then I was like, okay, I, it was fast, honestly. You get guys asking you to do stuff you're not comfortable doing? Yes, every day. How do you handle that? I used to be nice, but since it happens so much, I kind of, I'd be a little rude, you know? Probably might open your car doors or something. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of John? Listen, listen. I'm gonna end it on this one. I want you to listen. They asked, she asked, what's your favorite kind of John? Now, this is going to go back to the dynamics in the community and the communita. I've been saying this for a long time, and this doesn't change in America and it doesn't change overseas for the most part. I want you to listen. Listen, listen, listen. I would say a white man. <laughs> white, white guys treat you better? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Asian. <laughs> you, you knew what was coming. Old white man, men, white men, Asian men, brothers. She like, nope. Many times when they see black men, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, they be running from you. They like, hmm. Wow, white and Asian men. Do you have dreams of doing something else with your life? Of course. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Um, I want to be a real estate agent. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, ladies. Man, I tell you, she wants to be a real estate agent. But I don't know if you guys know, real estate agents sometimes double down on SEX work for mortgage deals. You don't know that either. That's an under... <laughs> Female real estate agents do do jobs. And if people call me a lie, I actually have been a real estate agent before. So I know. All right. Mortgage brokers, mortgage, female real estate agent, uh, females, mortgage brokers will sleep with high status real estate agents for deals. I know it. I've seen it go down. Not only that, they had a movie called American Beauty that showed it as well. And I don't like to uh, I don't like to use movies as a frame of reference, but you ham and eggers like movies. So in the movie. In the movie American Beauty, the wife was a real estate agent getting banged out by the real estate guru in the car, heels up. And, I'm sorry, it wasn't in the car. It was in the house that they were showing. Heels up, 10 toes up and everything. But, of course, she's here. Somebody says real estate agent. Uh, what was the thing that they were doing? Um, crypto. What's the other thing that they were doing? They, I, I lost it. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. But real estate mortgage girls, young mortgage girls who work in mortgage industry back in the day, they probably still do it today. They their job is to go. Um, you know, they don't search for individuals looking to buy homes. They search for real estate agents in order to combat uh, combine deals. Right. They're like, hey, um, if you ever know somebody that needs a loan, contact me. And so they'll market themselves to real estate agents. And a lot of the young girls. Yep, they would tramp themselves around for these male real estate agents. And these male real estate agents will take them out to lunch and dinner, get them drunk, pound them out, and they'll be like, send me deals. It is how it works. So anyway, Forex. Yes, the Forex. I trade Forex. <laughs> yeah, Forex was the one. Forex, crypto change, you know, all these young girls. I got Forex. I got crypto. I got, I'm a lash tech. I'm a model. <laughs> like, holy mackerel. So there you go, guys. Um, I know people were saying it's a transformer and all of that stuff. I don't know. You know, we don't know that. But 
unfortunately, a lot of young people, this is a reflection of the community. There's a lot of broken spirits, a lot of single motherism there, a lot of single mothers who groom their daughters to push them out there and then get on Twitter. These metaphiles, but your boyfriend, your your her mama's boyfriend was probably her first pimp or something like that and touched her up and down. Remember, she said my first time on the track was 15 and a half. That was the first time doing them with randos. What were you doing before that? Can we, bruh, absolutely insane and incredible. Yeah, these 304s ain't winning, bruh. Anyway, I was going to show another homeless. Oh, I'll, I'll show it quickly here. Uh, drug addict here. Uh, but uh, this is homeless in Philadelphia. I like to show these things because a lot of you guys be like, coach, I don't see 304s winning. Uh, I don't see them losing out here. They all winning. Okay. Puddles from the rain. Wow. And then about two years ago, I moved to heroin. Wait a minute. Where are you from? I'm originally from Long Island, and, and then I moved to Levittown, Bucks County, about 15 years ago. And I've been on the streets for the last three years in Kensington. Mm. What brought you to Kensington? Um, honestly, I started getting high about 13 years ago on pills. And then once I started Suboxone, I started coming out here when I was overdoing my script. And then about two years ago, I moved to heroin. All right, so she's zooted right now. As you can see, she definitely is, is in the zombie apocalypse. She has bags under her eyes. She's zooted out right now on pills and blues. And um, she probably selling that thing, too. And uh, th this is the 304s winning, man. Right? And they have all of this experience. Again, young women, it's critical that you protect the young women in your lives because they're easily manipulated. They're easily drug into this type of life. Here, take this, or give them prescription meds, or they start doing things and feeling low about themselves, or they start putting their body out here. Then it's unrecoverable. It's going to be hard for them to get their life on track. Uh, of course, the government will help them. Of course, guys will give them a little bit of money for a little bit of work, okay, and they'll patch their way through. But I'm going to always tell you, they're not getting wealthy like this. If they're attached to the government, the government's not making them wealthy. Tricks aren't making them wealthy. You know what I mean? They're not. They're, they're back struggling. They're back popping pills. They're back getting zooted. They're back homeless. They're back financially mismanaging their lives and so forth and so on. I've been on these streets ever since. I've been on these streets ever since. How old are you, young, young lady? I'm going to be 30 next year, and it's been crazy out here. Okay, so uh, a lot of guys. I don't see the homeless. Uh, winter didn't come. The barbarian didn't come to the gate. Oh, uh, yeah. This woman's 30. She's going to be 30. She said 15 years ago. That means she was 15 when she started getting zooted. Okay, put it together. Okay. Put it together. And she's hotter than average, she thinks. And then she thinks she's going to turn her life around, clean up her life, and all this type of, type of stuff like that. Oh, uh, man, I'm just telling you, man, it's a sad. I don't show these to humiliate people. I sh show you this is because a lot of times people are clueless about it. Some women you associate with are absolutely in dire straits financially, dire straits in their leadership, dire, dire straits addicted to drugs. They financially mismanage their lives. They're one damn day to be homeless. OK, just like many of us are, but they're really one day to be homeless. Many of their living conditions are deplorable and despicable. But you guys are out here saying these 304s are winning. Now, nah, I don't buy it and because you don't, you don't see it. You don't drive around where these people congregate. So you might be sitting at home going, 
man, they're getting help from the government. They're going to win in the end. No, they're not. You don't know. They turn in tricks at night. They street walking. Some girls don't seek in street walking. Some of them are strippers and strip clubs are dead as a doorknob right now. And they shuffling. So I'd say, man, it's bad out here. It's getting bad, bad, bad. And it's getting worse, especially in the blue cities, Philadelphia, um, Chicago, Los Angeles. My, my, Miami's not that blue, but yeah. Um, New York, New York is bad, bad. Okay, go over to the South Bronx is bad, bad. Yeah, New York City. So these places are getting more and more worse. And some of you guys are moving away, so you don't see it. You're like, oh, I don't see it. But just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's happening. They're winning. All right, let me get to the PayPal. I got to get y'all. I owe PayPal a catch up here. But the uh, problem is they didn't kick me off the site. No, they can't get my login information right. They got me playing checkerboard games around here to log in. But we got to catch up. We're going to go all the way down to Sizzo. Sipping on some Sizzo. Pause. All right, he says, Sizzo, it's the Free Agent Lifestyle Friday. I'm at my job, but I have a junior college lined up this weekend, too. Much love, CGA. All right, Central Florida style, I believe. UCF. I don't want to give away your location, but UCF style. Randy in the building. What do you got to say, Randy? He says, for the CGA Defense Fund on my vacation, I found the Seeking theme song Mamba Number 5 by Lou Vega. Yes, also, Coach, you are my favorite african-american over here uh, look at my african-american over here look at him are you the greatest you know what i'm talking about yeah man when we had that show about what names are red flags we could have used the whole mamba five in the dmx what they want from a ninja song and that would have been it <laughs> need a little monica in my life and then you say what these chicken want see there was talisha tamika michelle alicia <laughs> whatever he was saying <laughs> We could have just used those two songs and that would have been the show would have been a rap. Michael Franton Toro over eight. He says, oh, there was another one. I skipped somebody. He says, I'm not listening, but we'll on the replay. Wanted to cover your lunch today. I don't believe in voting in elections because they are rigged, but I do believe in voting with my dollars. Yes. And your wallet. He says, I love to support the coach and thank you for not only sharing your wisdom, but doing it in such a fun and enjoyable way. Maybe get a sound effect of the toilet flushing to correlate with the economy failing and falling apart and the U.S. crumbling. Now we'll be okay. Shout out. He says, love your show. You can always, he says, you can, as always, use my government name and I have no shame and nothing to hide. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you. Thank you, sir, for lunch. Uh, there was another dude that I skipped, so I got to go back. Who was it? Oh, it was, it's, it's the, uh, I, I know who it was. I know who it was. He had a long one, and I was like, holy shit, all right, I got to get back to the show. But I'll read them both now. How about that? Mr. Who else can I say here? We're going to call you Mr. Ford. He says, Coach, I'm a longtime listeners, listener from the shadows. I usually don't donate or post. But I feel compelled to reach out and let you know that last night's stream, the independent woman spoke to my heart. I'm going through something with a woke single mother raised sister down in Brazil. Uh-oh, where's the travel bros at? Where's the airplane noise at? I don't have no airplane noise. Your rent's due, motherfucker. By the way, single motherism is high in some of these places they're sending you to. The Philippines is extremely high. All right, divorce is not even a part. A lot of these people y'all messing with be single moms. Uh, but he says right here, a single mother raised sister in Brazil. He says it got emotional and I had to step off to the gym. I had to step off the gym floor for a moment because 
being the content, or sorry, be, because between the content, the message and your advice in response to your messages, you literally touched on everything I'm going through. Keep up the great work. Coach game, stand up. Passport game for life. He says, uh, shout out to the passport game. Uh, gentlemen, there is no safe haven. Social media has influenced sisters everywhere and spread the woke rainbow agenda. Yo, this is what we have to remember. Instagram is everywhere. I don't know if you guys know. People thought, think y'all going to step off the plane and these people going to be clueless like, doity, 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 and you're going to be hitting them over the head, running game on them. They got Instagram too. I got Instagram, and it's a bunch of women overseas that I be looking at. Like, Insta social media is everywhere. It ain't like people don't know. Sure, they're poorer. And he says, Coach, I would give you my whole damn paycheck if I could. I can't stress enough how, how much last night's stream was exactly what I needed to get me straight. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. I think I was talking about, I can't remember what I was talking about. I mean, I remember the subject matter, but of course, it's like two hours. Um, but um, I appreciate it. I love when a stream gets to a guy, right? It gets to you and y'all be like, that's what I was talking about. I need that information. This is why sometimes I got to go off. Couple more. Sean W. He says, if you think you're lonely now, wait until this flight, girl. All right, them brothers, man. Hey, brothers, y'all throwing a monkey wrench in the community. Because sisters are irate that you guys had the nerve to leave they weave banded ass ass over here, bro. <laughs> and I don't know what woke him up. Y'all been leaving for a minute. Shout out to Leonard P. He says, keeping it real. Me keep it real over here. Let me do one more. Y'all got sisters hair weave all tangled up. They are not having it. But this is the free agent lifestyle. I don't know what it is. Shout out to Jay Cool and the Bills Mafia here. This is why I listen to you and not the court of public opinion, right? You are not biased. They are so-called uh, fans ready to walk away from the Bills if he is not let go, no matter the outcome. So, wow, this is man of God. Hey, they don't dive deep into the stories. They just go ahead and listen. Okay, he did this. He's a rapist. Okay, end of story. Wrap him up. Well, did he put himself in a bad situation? Yes. He put himself in a bad situation where he didn't listen to his better instinct. And, of course, he's a young man, and he was popular big man on campus. But in the end, I keep warning you, you either pay now or pay later. All men pay. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I keep saying this, and there's dudes that keep, you know, not dudes, most people leave me alone. But it stands to it stands to say, I stand on my points. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You're going to pay on the front end or the back end. If you pay on the back end, it's going to be much more expensive than the front end. You're writing a blank check every time you take your salami and inject it into a woman. It's You're going to pay more if you don't negotiate the price up front. That goes for marriage, that goes for engagement, that goes for dating, that goes for hookups, that goes for pump and dump, that goes for passport bros, that goes for free agent lifestyle, that go, it doesn't matter. That goes for PUAs and game, it don't matter, it's all the same. Y'all keep acting like, and then what happens is, this is what guys say, well, 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 you know, uh, it, it wouldn't happen if, you don't know that. Well, it hasn't happened to me, so it, you don't know that. And this is why women are winning 
in the in the mindset of they stay on code is that they never really ever rarely ever look at the other ones and say you know what let's go off code you're wrong in the situation you shouldn't have been drunk and removing consent is a violation they never go off code or rarely ever go off code you know who goes off code men and it's always over women there's always a simp that's gonna step up well wait a minute hold on and go off code to get some peace leave points on facebook there's always a pimp guy or a player guy. I'm so player. There's always a PUA or a, a wannabe Mac that goes off code and say, well, what he should have done and, and he wasn't hitting it right. If he was hitting his wife right, there's always that dude that goes off code. You see what I mean? And what we need to understand is you all pay. Let's understand the game. What you think you're doing is different from one guy ain't, ain't even different. It's not even no difference. <laughs> You just all have a different call to action at the end. And some of you guys have a different bunch of bullshit you're willing to put up with based on your decision. Some of you guys try to avoid accountability yourself. You try to avoid drama. You try to avoid pain. But what you really get is you are always held accountable. You always deal with drama. Is that There's no not dealing with women and we're going to not deal with drama. There's going to be drama because they're agents of chaos and you're going to pay, period. But no, nah, Captain Saber hoes think they're going to save girls. You know what I mean? Like, you don't stay on code. You're ready to go. It's just absolutely despicable. So that's why I clump all men into the same category. You're all tricks in one way or another. You're no better from the rest. We're all doing the same thing. We're all doing the same thing. We just do it slightly different. Nobody's better. Even me. I'm not saying I'm better. This is the difference between me and other guys. I never even say I'm the best. I never even say I have the best strategy. I tell you, if it don't work for you, don't do it. But of course, there's dudes trying to say, well, no, I got a better strategy than the CGA. No, you don't. You do not. Because I can basically look at you and say you don't. <laughs> you ain't got nothing better than me. Okay. But I don't have the best strategy, but your bullshit definitely ain't better than me. People would be married for 25, 50, 11 years talking about I got the best strategy for you to be out here spinning plates. Bullshit. It's bullshit from the start. It's a steaming pile, a hot cow bullshit. <laughs> so don't try to tell me you better than me. Are you a trick like everybody else? <laughs> you a whole unadulterated trick. You an ignorant trick. You a delusional trick. But you still my homie and all. You still my homie. Hey, stop talking about that damn thing. Hey, do not bring up content creators in my damn stream. I'm putting you on timeout. We talking about what CGA doing over here. Do not tell people, hey, did you see this on this? No, no, no. We talking about what CGA doing over here. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's hear another video. Let's go back to the community talk. If y'all want to talk about what another content creator is doing on a platform and by name specifically, go over there. Yeah, we still boys, but I always tell you, man, your, your best homie is going to tell you about yourself. Your best homie is going to tell you about yourself. So these other content creators that be like, well, I'm this and that. <laughs> and they don't even live that life, by the way. But we still homies. Look, homie, let me set you straight. You a trick. 
and you a giant trick and you are unsuccessful trick at that. <laughs> All right. But anyway, we still boys. We still boys. All right. Let me get into this show right here. Anyway, where are we at? Let's go to this brother right here. By the way, this brother's name is uh, Fair Use. What is his name? Anthony O'Neill. Anthony O'Neill is his name. He's a black guy. He was associated with Dave Ramsey. Uh, fair use on this one. Um, he has gives the financial advice. He had a actually. Let me see. Okay, cool. So a guy. He actually had a great video of him. He's you know he's kind of I would say he's more plugged in. He's a he's a Christian, so that plugs him into the blue pill matrix. This is not an indictment on the Christian, but. Christians tend to be blue pilled, right? And so, although he wants to, he wants to glitch and be red pill, he still gets pulled back into the, into the matrix sometimes. And uh, his he, he wants to glitch, but he can't glitch anyway. This woman right here is hotter than average <laughs> in her mind, but this is where the problem of dating comes along. It says right here she will not date a man who is not financially stable. Now, if you see her, she's definitely not hotter than average. I mean, this is the average stock factory issued woman. With that being said, she's absolutely right. She should not date anyone that's financially stable. She also should not be fornicating with men who are not financially stable in the meantime. In the meantime. See, this is what's happening in the dating minefield. They'll say, I want a man. She'll say this stuff like right here. And that's you. I want a man that's financially stable, but until I find that man, I'll be in these streets. In these streets. Getting banged out by dudes who are not financially stable. See, that's the problem. That's where men have the problem. Okay, we don't have a problem necessarily with you saying that um, you want a man that has money, right? Your your love costs a thing. But then in the meantime, you have your fun and all of that stuff. But at the end of it, you want to get your bag you gotta and run. got to get my bag and run. <laughs> So let's listen to what this woman has to say here. I come up to you, to you today mm-hmm. and says, yo, I got like. Uh, <laughs> oh, fair use. Uh, Anthony, uh, this is the second time I've used your video in as many as four years. So I, I do wonder because your your homeboys and compadres don't like me. So I will have to fair use this right here. Fair use. You guys don't know how it works. I'll just play it a little bit. Yeah. Fair use. Let's listen. You know what I'm saying? I saw you on the I saw you on the table. You know what I'm saying? You know, your curls looking good. You know what I'm saying? But uh you debt free. Mm-hmm. But I got like a hundred thousand in debt. Mm-hmm. But I'm a good man. Mm-hmm. Are you giving that man a shot? I need to see the fruit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait a minute. <laughs> like you can't just be okay. Did that wait, 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 wait. Good, good. Jeanette, <laughs> we we need let's rewind. Yeah. So a a a a good looking mm-hmm. brother, a good looking brother. All right, brother, 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 brother. How you make it get down? Do you date all races? Are you open to all races? Uh, preferably African American. Okay. You- <sighs> well, this will be the hitch in the sisters game right now. Um, if you bring up the female delusional calculator, 
She's looking for somebody that don't exist. She's going to describe a man that rarely, rarely ever exists. And then also she's going to describe a man that she does not qualify for. This is going to be problematic. I know she should have financial stability on her mind. But as long as she's waiting, she's running out of time. She's running out of time. So she's waiting for this mysterious unicorn to appear, but he's never going to appear. I think she's 26 years old. By the time she finds the guy, potentially, she's going to be 30, 31, 32, 50, 11, 50, 11, and all that shit. Okay? Here we go. Let's listen. You went, you went to a brother. Okay, yeah. so a, a black brother. Black a, brother. Strong brother. You, you want that six-foot guy? Yes. Oh. What happened? Where did all the men go? And that's you. I got money. <laughs> I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. <sighs> so now you got 6% of the U.S. population. Now you whittled it down to the six foot tall, 6% of the population, which you're down to 2% of the population. You're looking for a guy that represents 2% of American men. Okay. Because black men represent what? 7%, 6% at best of the U S male population. No, sorry. They represent 14% of the male population, but 6% of the population in general. Then you take a six foot tall man who represents what? I mean, you're down to 2%. Now he's financially stable, a financially stable man over six foot who's black, bruh. <laughs> How many cat bags are we talking about here? Holy mackerel. And so this is how people end up. And now she's, she's going to sell herself. She's going to prostitute herself, but she's going to call it standards. Let's go ahead and continue here. Oh, Lord. She, she went the black brother who's six foot tall. And you're 26 now. So yeah. it's like he need to be no older than how old? No older than like 35. Okay. <sighs> she going to be. Let me tell you what her future going to look like. Let's show you her future. Cause she's twenty six. You running out of time, sweetie. Let's show you what. Let's show you what. Where, where where's your future right here? Here it is. Cheers. You gonna have some? Okay, tuck in. Eight. Six foot. African American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? Financially stable. Under 35. Mm. <laughs> under 35. Wait, did I forget anything? He got to make a certain amount of money. We'll get, we haven't even got to that yet. He don't exist. What? Are you crazy? And look at you. Let's just say he existed. I'm not saying she's ugly. She's a decent looking. She's a fiver. She's a five bagger. <laughs> she, she's fiver. And then we're going to throw some. She's going to throw some other things on here. Bro, you're going to be single forever, man. Let's go over here. 
Okay, 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 okay. All right, so we got a six foot guy. Let's say he's 30. <laughs> 30 years old. Yeah. Good looking. He got to be, he got to love the Lord. Love the Lord for sure. Okay. So he's good looking too. He's got to be good looking. He's got to have genetics. He can't just be six foot and ugly. He got to be six foot and good looking. Financially stable. Black. Six foot tall. And loves the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you see how people are crazy we haven't even gotten to the financially stable part we haven't even dialed it in yet this is how you're going to be a, a five bagger a five cat bagger this is that's crazy bro you out of your mind man all right let's continue and he, yeah. he loved the lord and he come to you and say you know i got a hundred thousand mm -hmm. but i still want to date you yeah. And he got a decent job. Okay. What are you saying? Uh, I need to see the fruit. Like, you need I to see need the fruit. To see what he's doing to eliminate that $100,000. So, what will make you feel comfortable then? If see he had a plan, like, if he can lay out the steps he's actually taken to eliminate that debt, okay, now we're working. I can hang with you. I can get to know you. But if you have no plan to eliminate this $100,000, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Because debt, being debt free is a big part of my life, you know? Oh, my. I'm actually fine with that. I'm fine with that. That's her prerogative, and she certainly should. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with that. I I agree with her on this. My goodness. Yeah. So would you marry him with the debt? So let's say if y'all are dating. Okay. And he said, oh, "Yeah, babe, I, I want to pay off his debt." Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you waiting until he's debt free before you get married? That's hard. I mean, I. <laughs> yeah, I got that fate. <laughs> look, <laughs> look at. Look at his name, Mr. O'Neill. He's like, bruh, you out of your freaking mind. <laughs> well, I'm going to wait till he's fighting. I'm going to wait till he pays off his debt. What? Mm. Look at that face. <laughs> wow. I feel like we need to. Ah! Like mess before we actually get married. No. Where's the airline flight at? Where's the airline? Hey, travel. This is where, where where's where's the travel role at? The, bro, where's the MGTOW monks at? People are mad that you're going your own way. Now, women are saying, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with this is she's delusional. All right. The person she's asking for, she don't even qualify for. Like, she don't even qualify for that guy. Number one. Number two, if he did, she did qualify, there's not that many to pick from. By the time she does settle down and pick for this guy and that guy presents himself she's gonna be too old she's gonna be too old if she's gonna sit around and wait for the six foot black guy who loves the lord who is in shape who can pipe her down and she loves and is god fearing and then she's gonna wait around for that guy to pay off his debt mm. oh you gotta wait for me until you pay your debt off it, dude there's not happening <laughs> it ain't happening no. Yes. No, Jay. No, no. No. <laughs> no. I mean, that, that's your personal desire, your personal yes. conviction. I can't sit here and tell you no. Yes. But I don't think you should. You should. You, you should delay partnership and love yeah. because of that. Yeah. Somebody said I rather trick, dude. If you're waiting for these people to get it, uh, dating's been done. Relationships and marriage. This is why it's done. And of course, she got to make more. He got to make more money than her. I'm sure. But you're like, yeah, I hear you. But nah. I mean, I'm considering <laughs> it. I'm to start 
he needs to attack that debt for sure. But if he is attacking it, yes. he is getting aggressive with it. Yes. And he says, Bay, I don't want to wait three years to marry you. I'm ready, I'm ready to marry you now. Right. But I got like another fifty thousand dollars in debt left. I we can we can work it out. We can work it out. Yeah. Here go the here go here go the real money question. You ready? Mm -hmm. It's hard. It is. Y'all married now. <laughs> so now is now it's no longer his debt. Yes, it's our debt. And that means your money goes into the so, same pot. I, I will be okay with that. You know, this is the the guy that I love, the man that I love. So of course I'm gonna be willing to sacrifice so that we both can be. So then you free. go back, yeah. There yes, you go. You yeah, go back into yeah, being in debt. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. All mm -hmm. right. You scared me in the beginning. Because <laughs> I was like, you was like, I don't know. That's not my first choice. Though, I don't so. know. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. She said, that's not my first choice, though. I'll make an exception for a person like you. She didn't say, I'll help you build. I'll help you dig yourself out of this debt. We'll come up with a plan. Don't worry, baby. I'm debt free. I'll I'll pay. I'll pay for your debt. Like, where is she at in this responsibility? She just wants to, as they say, jump in when the man is complete. Uh, I ain't doing nothing. Now, that's not realistic. It's not realistic, and she's going to be disappointed in life. She's going to be single and a burden on the taxpayer. That's what she's going to be, because and a burden on her father. She seems like she got a, she's a good woman, and this is the problem with the good woman argument, because these women are like, well, I'm a good woman, and then they say, coach, help me out. You call me, and then I start talking to you, and you sound like this woman. Well, I'm a good woman, and then I start talking, and then you start, I start asking you what type of man you want in the coaching call, and then you start shitting on me. <laughs> you start shitting on a person like me. And I'm sitting there like, she like, well, he's got to be five foot ten. He got to be five eleven. He can't be old. He got to be young. He got to be fit. Got to have a six pack. I'm like, shit. You describing anybody but me. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to help you, but you shitting on me. Anyway, continuing. All right, all right, all right. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, this is cool. <laughs> You got two options in front of you. Yes. You have a man who is $100,000 in debt, God-fearing, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. perfect man. Yes. Then you have a man who's debt-free, makes six figures, mm -hmm. loves God, but don't go to church like that. Mm. Oh, he took the church off the table. And he On a scale of 1 to 10, he looked like a 7. Mm -hmm. But this one right here, he got 100000 in debt. He's attacking the debt, but he ain't really attacking it. Right, right. But he looked good. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he really loved the Lord. Mm -hmm. But he ain't really tacking a debt like that. Right, right. But he taking you out to the nice spots, though. Y'all yeah. going to, like, the, you know, the Eddie B. <laughs> Y'all doing vacation, vacations, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But this guy over here is like, nah, babe, I, nah I'm, I'm about that money. Yeah. I ain't got no debt. Yeah. He look like a 10. Mm -hmm. He is seven and a half. Right. He made 60. I'm confused at this point. I don't know who's who. I, I, I can't figure out who's who. But uh, anyway, let's see who she picks. $1,000 a year. He make 100000 a year. Mm -hmm. He got no debt. He got debt. Right. Man A, <laughs> man B. Man A is, he got 100000 Yeah. I'm confused. I don't, who is who now? What? <laughs> okay. Hold on for a second. We got something for this one. I don't need, I don't even know who the choices are anymore. I'm like, <laughs> Some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anybody know where we're at on this one? <laughs> right, anyway. Yeah. But he look real good. Yeah. Man B is, he got no debt. He's seven and a half on the rating. Right. But he about that money. Yeah. 
Which way you going? A or B? You going with A? Yeah. Okay, so what it as far as I know, she picked the, the hood rich guy. As far as I know, she picked the guy who didn't like the Lord, who had that money to go out in restaurants and floss. She picked she picked the pookie. She picked the Tyrone or, or the wealthy Tyrone. She picked the unicorn who, who represents he can buy me Louis Vuitton. As far as I remember, she picked Tupac with a degree. Yeah, there you go, J-Man. That's what it sounds like. She picked the Tupac with a degree. No, did she pick the church? The church pookie. Yeah, she picked the fantasy guy as opposed to the seven who had 50,000 in debt and he was getting his life together. He wasn't like, that's what she picked. Well, it's over for you guys, man. The scammer. Yeah. Uh, the, hey, look, hey, um, brothers, it's a wrap. I've been telling y'all the community is a wrap. The community is gone. Even this woman who is doesn't seem ratchet. And a lot of people have criticized me for pointing out the ratchet women. You only talk about the ratchet women. Well, here you go right here. This is not a ratchet woman. She doesn't appear to be ratchet. She doesn't appear to be a social media hooker. And here she is just as delusional. Not only that, between her and the ratchets, they're competing for the same guy. <laughs> See? Man, they doing a lot of shuffling. Um, and singing and flower bringing you see the lingo starts to sound like they're singing uh yeah well between both of them i don't mean to do this because he's gonna come watch my show and 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 anyway why a hey the one thing that you said is that he loves the lord he's faithfully oh, going to church i thought he's that was b. god man b is not i thought that was b i was confused I cannot be equally yoked. I'm it's the mating call. Yeah, that is the mating call. Yeah, that's the flirting language. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he doing it. He doing a lot of mating calls right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the reason. You know, it's not. You like you said. Good, you said good looking. Yeah, that's definitely what players be doing. That's how they sound when they get to singing. All right, everything is rhythmic and singing and you know slang and lingo and leaning back and yeah. You said, you said seven and a half. No. But, but he's entertaining. I like the guy. I'm not trying to diss him. I'll take the good looking man. At least I'm looking at something. <laughs> That's how game dudes think they run in game. And I'll be looking at him like. <laughs> That's how y'all look running game out there. See, this is how you have a conversation. This is how you conversate with a woman. <laughs> you know, singing and all that. I'm like, all you do I sound like is you about to get on a rap track in a minute with the, huh, yo, huh, what, what, yeah, yeah. You sound like you about to jump in like Jadakus. Uh-huh, word up, word, what, what, yeah, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and yo, my whole clique, body, body, I take yours when we pot about it. Floors, check out the whores, one, the crowd around it. You can see me on Optimum TV. I'm on your flash. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Zanetta <laughs> said, "Oh, she, you say he loves the Lord. Yes. And because he loves the Lord, he looks good. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with man A. He said, turn my mic up. Turn the track up. Yo, drop the bass line right there. Yo, yo. It's like a ten to a fifteen. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was chic. Shout out to the chic lock right there." 
Yo, my whole clique bought it, bought it. We take yours while you pot about it. Truck, step out, the hoes wanna crowd around it. You can see me on Optimum TV. I'm on your bathroom, turn the light out, scream, Bloody Mary. That's why you sound like you about to jump on. All right, anyway, that's how game artists sound to me. I be looking at y'all dudes like, oh, so you want me to jump in and do rap ad libs? <laughs> you know what I mean? She checking for her brother. <laughs> she checking for me. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, mm, yo. <laughs> this is how you run game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> hey baby, come on! <laughs> uh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you? Oh my greatest? goodness! You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got the. You know, <laughs> that's what just I like. <laughs> That's what game dudes sound like to me. You know, you ain't got no game. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, she got that thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> you know, it's lucky the John would take me wonder how I keep her going under. <laughs> Dancing and bucking, eyes all. <laughs> I'm running game. Step aside, sir. <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes that make me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> I'm running game. You see it? She was afraid of my game. <laughs> I know I'll be pissing some people off, man. Anyway. You know, yes, <laughs> you know, come on over here. All right, let me stop. I'm like, that's game? Oh, Lord. You sound like a clown. You know what I'm saying? You know, you want a little bit of this. You know, I'm put it on you, girl. You know, I know how to put it on you. Turn around in 360. Oh, look at that thing. Oh, boy, you got a little wagon. You drag it back there, girl. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, anyway. All right, there we go right here. <laughs> Big bucks in the building. Shout out to you. Happy Friday, coach. We back in the game. Uh, we back in the game. My man got the big bucks. He got that money. Where we at? I got J money. Flow. It's Friday, and yo, your rent's due, motherfucker. Yes, it is. Hey, rent gonna be doing a minute. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to J Flow. Big dough butter in the building. Always taking attractive female with you. Ooh, that is actually true. That is actually true. Um, even if you got to rent a chick. All right. Yeah. You do. I tell you, being around an attractive woman will get women's attention. That is called uh social proof. And, uh, if you want to have that a part of your game, it is going to, you're going to get people checking for you. It's actually true. So you're right about that. Uh, if you want to do that, do not take a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. All right. Ashley Davis. Good to see you back. He says, coach, check out my sugar channel. Chance Berryman. I got to check this. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. You got to give me the um, the exact name, okay? Oh, huh? Is is are you um are you um? I think we talked already, didn't I? Do solitary beast, right? No, I think I used some information from you before, right? Is that correct? I think so. Hmm. I think we you featured either me on your site. Between, I think you had me lined up against Kevin Samuel's philosophy. Let me see if that's you. 
Is that you? Wait, is that you? And that's you. I think you did. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Uh, let me see. I'm still on Cash App. Shout out to Christopher Johnson in the building. Thank you, sir. And he says, young guys, please, please, please pay attention. Pay attention. All right, do not sleep in class today. We are in class. All right, Venmo style. Oh, I need to take this banner off. My editor's going to be pissed. All right, shout out to my friends overcharging me. I'm catching up on the live stream. Been running behind, but hey, man, don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Shout out to you all, man. That's a hip-hop classic for show. Albert Ingram, when, uh, when you say women in the community get started early, it's true. Proof is that they that if you go on dating apps, a lot of women will say my profile says I'm 26, but I'm really 23. That's a dead giveaway. giveaway. I can't change my age because they're fake. What happens is a lot of these dating apps are connected to their Facebook. Their Facebook profile, oftentimes they will use a fake age to get started on social media early. As a result, when they connect their dating app to their social media, normally Facebook, their age automatically sinks in and it'll say 26. And then they'll come in and say, well, I'm really not that old. This is my age, but I can't change the age. Oftentimes, they are on dating apps at 16, 17, and 18. They're already looking. It's too curious because a 16, 17-year-old young woman thinks that the men her age are immature. So she starts looking for what people might think are 30-year-old men. She's not. She's looking for 22-year-old men, right? She's looking for 19 and 20-year-old guys when she goes on there. But a guy's, of course, the pervs be on there. Right, talking about, and they're like, you looking for an older man? She's like, yes, an older man. How old are you? You be like, 43. She like, oh, hell no. She like, wait a minute. I said older, not old as dust. So they're already looking, and this is what happens. Yes. Yes, indeed. And by the way, the community sisters, even off dating apps, get started early. They get started early. They get to be in, in these streets very early. Uh, depend If you're in the South, if you're in the American South or the American Midwest, I know a lot of people watch me everywhere. Young girls in the community get started 13, 14. Sad reality. Um, and they get started by choice. Like, this is not somebody that touched them. Like, if you even include that part of it where somebody touched them early in their lives, that's earlier. But that that's something that they didn't have control of. They get started early. 13, 14, they start dabbling, experimenting. It's off the rails. Some of them be getting knocked up, knocked, 14, easily 15. Definitely in the barrio. In the barrio, that's definitely true too. But most of the time, they'll experiment a little bit with little Puppet and then a uh, little Paco. But eventually, they'll start going steady very early. They'll get a boyfriend like it's sophomore year, 15. And they'll be fully unprotected. <laughs> Unprotected, getting in there, getting it in. The parents will even know it. The parents will let the boy move in in the barrio. They'll have a little family. And they know them two kids are at it. They'll want the girl to get knocked up, blow up like the Goodyear blimp. Does this happen a lot? No, but it happens way too much. So then we play this goofy game. These young kids are too young. What? Are you, where are you living at? Teenagers be out here in these streets for real. Don't bring me up the Mary and Joseph, Mary story. 
Mother Mary, that she was a te- she was the first critical teenage pregnancy in the world. People think Mary was like 32 years old. Oh, I got knocked up. I don't know how it happened. Biblically, Mary was young in these streets. In these streets? Well, the Lord had her, but I actually read the story on this one. I've done so much details. I read the story. People are shocked. Mary's 14 years old? Yes, she was. But they keep quiet on that one. There's even stories that say her husband, Joseph, was damn near in his 60s, 70s, 80s. Where the church at? <laughs> Where the church at on that? Huh? Yeah, times have changed. All right, anyway. Y'all quiet now. Y'all done got quiet on me. I'm only using your text in historical text. Historical text. I'm only using your book. <laughs> Oh, man, they sit there like, how dare you? (laughs) Y'all crazy. I'm not saying what should be happening, but hey, not a Vatican after me. Oh, damn. (laughs) Now that now I got the Vatican after me, I'm going to have to hide. New, 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 new world order. All right, we got somebody says I sent a PayPal hours ago. All right, hold on. I'm I I'm catching up. All right, sorry. No government has been trying the free agent life for a few months. I've been finding myself missing dinner dates and traveling with women. What's the best way to get over that? Well, depending on where you are financially, right? I don't tell you not to. What well, look? It's you gotta qualify what a dinner date is, right? Um, and traveling with women, I I, I don't suggest that at all. I don't suggest bringing sand to the beach unless I just don't suggest it. You're just going to miss out. I think you're missing out on too much of what you can learn. But dinner dates qualify what that is. I say I don't have a problem dating, especially when I'm in a good financial position. If I'm in a bad financial position, I don't do it. And I also don't do it when sex is not negotiated up front. Right? I don't do it to get to know somebody and then play that him and hog game. And, oh, okay, church hug or they lean in and hug you like this after the second date. I don't negotiate. I don't play that. So you got to figure out where you are on that one. If it's dinner dating, it's going to be cheap, cheap clapping for show. Or that's going to be negotiated. Hey, I'll deal with one, maybe two, but there ain't going to be no, I'll get to know you and I'll just swipe right on you and talk to you and get to know you. And then after three dinner dates, she gets a skedaddle. She get the choosing on somebody else and then come back when that don't work. Oh, let's start over dinner date number one. So negotiated up front, it's doable in this time. That's why we have bisexuals out here. B-U-I sexuals. B-U-I sexuals. Shout out to Mitch P. He says appreciation dude. Appreciation dudes. Oh, that's we'll give you a co-sponsorship. All right, we're going over to PayPal. Remember, I had trouble logging in. All right, give me a break. <laughs> I had trouble logging in, so. We'll get to the PayPals. All right. Um, yeah, it was a long time ago. But did I skip you, though? Potentially. Oh, man, I'm almost damn caught up. You shuffling. All right, let me see if I got this person right here. Chat, shout out to you. He says, no government name. Did you see Dukes a Hazard guy has to pay $1.5 million in back pay? Huh. I think I did a story on that. Dukes a Hazard star. Back pay for what? Divorce? 
back pay? Give me the details on that one. So this was uh, 2019. I'm not sure what happened. Is it John Snyder? Oh, okay, yeah, John Snyder. Dukes of Hazzard star John Snyder residuals seized by ex-wife. Oh, my God. All right, we got to touch on that. I know I got to catch up. I'll touch on that. I'll catch up to the chats. I'll touch on that before we go. Wow. You guys want to see how you guys want you going to pay or, or, or not? Grease Man, Texas, where are you at? I can't remember your government name. All right, so maybe I potentially might have skipped you, but I'm trying to find your chat. All right, it looks like um, it looks like I got like seven more. So, oh, there he is. There you is. There you is. Grease Man, Texas, an hour ago. He says exact same thing. A friend of mine experienced in college. Girl got drunk, did him, did him up, then took on the rest of the team, which was over 15 dudes. I played a clip of a woman saying that, that she did that. Remember I played that clip? She was like, oh, yeah, and I just took on the rest of the dudes. Uh, the next day, she was embarrassed and angry, then uh, tried to file a great charge on everyone. All failed when my friend showed up or showed the police a videotape from the start and the finish of her yelling, is that all y'all got? Bring the rest of the team. I ain't done. Sheesh. As the WWE's godfather used to say, all aboard the whole train. My God. Wow. That is insane. So she's on the video, but of course she was drunk. She's on the video saying, is that all y'all got? Man, I, oh my Lord. Guys, listen, that's not uncommon. Especially if you're around football teams and whatnot. Not uncommon. Is this pretty feet Michelle in the building? What's up, CGA? I work in the utility business and so many girls call in for payment plans and always end up breaking it. Plus, they have the worst attitudes and are very entitled. Plus, will park their car over the uh, shutoff valves and give the techs hard times and almost violent. <laughs> Guys, when it comes to contracts, y'all need to stop making contracts with these women. For real. They don't care. So um, women in customer service know the real. God dang. He said they always make payment plans and end up breaking them. Wow. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yep. I'm telling you, uh, this modern uh, prostitution dating marketplace is the best thing to happen to them because they can go suck for a stack. Crazy. Shout out to Leonard. Says two 60-year-old women filed a lawsuit against George Foreman. Yes, I actually covered that yesterday. I didn't make a... It's not on the thumbnail, I don't believe, but I covered that, I believe, yesterday morning. And now they're using, they tried to, the same situation happened to the Buffalo Bills player. They tried to warn him about the lawsuit. They confronted him. They tried to settle on the payment. George Foreman said no, and then they filed the lawsuit in civil court, not in criminal court. And then they're trying to say, George Foreman's trying to say they're extorting him. You got to ask, why didn't they file in a criminal court. Why didn't they try to get him arrested? Because they're saying these guys were, uh, they were underage. It would be a slam dunk. Many times they have a statute of limitation. But they're suing him on he said, she said. It's kind of weird. Shout out to Renardo. Renardo E coached four countries in the past six months and headed to the fifth, which is the Philippines next week. I never miss a chance to rub it in the face of the sisters and they get livid. 
Also, to your point, every time you lay with the woman, she puts it in a ledger in her head. Yes, she does. What the, what dudes don't realize is that the reason that they get their windows busted is because in her ledger, you still owe her. The guy speaking facts. Remember, I told you. And young men, listen up. When you you can sleep, you can sleep with a woman. You might think it was free. Two years later, she's gonna say, "Can you do me a favor?" And you're gonna be looking at her like, and she was like, "Remember that time I gave you some peace leave?" And you're gonna be like, "She's charging you." <laughs> and you'll be like, "Okay, what do we, what do you need?" Well, I need your truck. I'm moving out of my apartment. I got kicked out. I broke up with my boyfriend. Can you bring your truck and help me move? Now, that's called paying. And she leveraged some past use of peace leave that she kept in her ledger. I tell you, they're going to do this. And she's going to be like, I gave you some in a time that I didn't even have to give you any. Now, just say you, and for instance, was like, nah, forget it. I ain't helping you move. She'll be on Facebook. Putting you on blast. What? You owe me. What kind of bullshit is this? This is ridiculous. I slept with you two years ago. And she'll have all the details. She'll go to her diary, open up the book. Here's when I gave you some on this day. You lasted this long. You got this many stars. I told X amount of people. <laughs> you guys got to That's called payment. She basically transacting now the past use of it, which is worse and more egregious. And many of guys have been put in this situation and ultimately fumbled their own bag by telling her to go kick rocks. Go get, kick, go kick rocks. She'd be at the police station. <laughs> I'm catching up, man. I'm catching up. All right. Shout out to Vance. He says, coach, I would, uh, would you consider adding segs ed? And how to be a man section on the members live stream. Uh, not too much, but how to be a man. Sure. Just some basic things or skills that apply to our country would be good. Like the blue chip mindset. Seeking doesn't apply to me right now because I'm broke. But I'll watch anything you make. Take me out with the rooster. <laughs> All right. We're catching up. <laughs> and women know be like, no, I don't charge. Yes, you do. You leverage the past use of your stuff to get men to do services for you i'll do anything for you i'll do anything if you do this that's called prostitution <laughs> people hate me i can see why you hate me because you can't deny it well if you do this for me i'll do anything for you and then when he does it for you and he'd be like all right time to give up the cheeks you're like wait a minute i didn't say i would do that what kind of disgusting girl do you think i am when I said anything, you thought that? You thought that that's what I would do? I said anything, not that. <laughs> Have you ever been put in that situation? you like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's called a transaction. All right, shout out to John, no government name. Blue Baggins says, been a passport bro and living overseas for 10 years. And no matter where you are, these 304s crazy. But nowhere is worse than in America. All right, shout out to you, hashtag free agent lifestyle. Yeah, man, that's what I want to tell guys. If you are flawed in any way in your character, going to another place is not going to change that. You're going to be dealing with crazy 304s anyway. All right, shout out to 
Joseph K. Hey, coach, overheard a group of BW's mid-30s talking about starter husbands. Coach knows what he's talking about. Keep saving lives. I mean, I don't lie on here. Starter husbands. It's a thing, and women do it. The divorce is planned before the wedding. Shout out to, also, he says, all were average at best, too, which is egregious. And that's you. I'll get me a starter husband. I'll marry him, divorce him, run, live in these streets, get half of his money, and then I'll go get the guy that I want. And that's you. If time runs out. Shout out to Dewan Newski in the building. Shout out to you. That happened to the Tupac. A woman lied on him also, but you have to look at Gary Owens' divorce. He said he fell out with his kids. I'm going to have to do a story on that next week. Um, So she, he fell out with his kids. He got alienated from his kids. Okay, he got alienated from his kids. Uh, That's basically what happened to him. And the baby mama terrorist, he, his divorce was already off the rails from the beginning, so he had no, no chance if uh, her next play was going to alienate him from his kids. But people don't care about that with men. All right, finishing up on Cash App, and then it's junior college weekend for everybody, hopefully. All right, where are we at? Brian Yu says, hump 210, sorry. Hump 210, coach. He says, Coach your back. Wait, he says, got your back, coach. Keep saving men's lives. One love. Shout out to Hump 210. I don't know whether to say pause or not. Uh, We'll call you Ahmad. Says you are truly saving lives, brother. Thank you. All right. I just want you guys to keep your head on the swivel. Not saying you're all going to be exposed by this, but keep your head on the swivel. Are you doing any conferences in Atlanta? Says Anthony. Thank you, coach. I don't do conferences per se. No. I won't be there. Untamed Wolf. Coffee on me, Sean. Shout out to the coach game, Sean. All right, we're almost there. Uh, Unprogrammed the Mind says, Reading Rainbow Gump of the Year, Mark Shuffalo. Give his ass a L. He's definitely a gump. Last one, Brian Horsley in the building for the weekend. We're going to close it out with Brian Horsley. Appreciate you and appreciate everybody for the week. I hope I entertained. Go rewatch the movies. Go watch all my live streams. Rewatch it. Also, go check out the Notorious CGA channel. All right, over there, we're trying to build that up. Hopefully get that monetized over there. We're that close to the hours of monetization and the watch hours. And um, we got everything in order. And then I'm going to go ahead and get that monetized under a different name. But uh, it is what it is. And uh, what else were we doing this weekend? Oh, Sunday, Money Mindset. And Sunday, members live stream in the morning. Money. If you don't get the notifications, it's not my fault. It's the platform's fault. We're on in the morning on the members, on locals. In the evening, we're on Patreon near the evening, like 4.45 on the West Coast, 6 o'clock maybe. It depends. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Thanks for all the support. Get your bail money ready to go if you want to act up out here and uh, protect yourself at all times. Protect yourself at all times. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying